Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What what what's new? What are you doing, Hefe? Oh, what's new, Jada? Oh, just hanging out. Welcome to the Hideout Road Radio 104.1 IML Hefe. That is J-Dubs, and this is the funniest night show in America and the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Here in the Hideout, you have one duty and one duty only, and that's to be somebody. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Pick up the phone, be somebody in the Hideout. Uh, that is Chunks, executive producer of the Hideout. He mans the AOL Instant Messenger, real radio hideout, and he will go digging through your trash uh, at any time possible for you. Looking for used condoms. Also looking to go into any car wash as well. He's experienced his first moving one. Now he's looking forward to the next. Tommy Bateman is the director. He's on top of the talk and roll controls and responsible for the hideout page on realradio.fm. Gibbs, the unpaid producer, is here screening your phone calls at the aforementioned phone numbers. And our big friend Matt Albert is also here, uh, joining us in studio. The one and the only six foot five, five hundred pound, twenty one year old black virgin with uh, gray hair already and patchy baldness. Mm. Sexy. It's quite just the uh, beautiful lineup that you have here in the hideout. All of us gorgeous. Yeah, come on in, ladies. <laughs> Don't be skirt. <laughs> um, Dubs, uh, first of all, all right, speaking of ladies, I think it's Cassia Riley. She is the Pet of the Year runner-up. I believe we've already talked to the Penthouse Pet of the Year. We talked to the Pet of the Year. Now we have the lady that lost to her. Here's the thing. The Pet of the Year, not much personality. I'm hoping for more uh, from the runner-up. We'll talk to her in the second hour of the hideout. Also, too, then, the big movies of 2006. I've got a list of the ones that are supposed to be huge this year. The Two- blockbusters? 2005 was disappointing uh, by most standards. 2006, though, they say it's going to be a comeback. I say it's been off to a great start with Hostel, and I know I'm going to see Underworld uh, this Friday with Kate Beckinsale, Underworld 2. When was the last year you were really just happy with the movies that came out? 94. Well, uh, what came out that year? I don't remember. But you remember being very happy with the uh, movies. I th- there was actually one summer. It was the summer of Pulp Fiction, the summer of Hackers. Like that year, I went to go see... Every, I think Braveheart even. I think I went to go see every single movie in the movie theater uh, that summer. It was probably 93. I think it was 93. I think yeah. you're right. Um, all right, so 93 then. Does that, does that satisfy that you? It helps out. Uh, also coming up, too, uh, in just about 10 minutes, the Hideout Headlines game show. You heard the headlines in the Phillips file. Now you can turn them into prizes. 
Uh, here in about 10 minutes, we'll do the Hideout Headlines game show, get caught up on the day's events, and give you some prizes. So, again, keep those phone numbers handy at 407-916-1041 and 888-978-1041. Dubs, I have so much audio that I want to play for you. Um, I have uh, the audio of uh, Mayor Nagin and what he said mm-hmm. as far as the Chocolate City, which he has since apologized for. Um, also, too, I got some uh, MLK audio that we did not get to yesterday. Uh, actually, on purpose. I would like to also uh, honor the good reverend uh, the day after uh, Martin Luther King Day. Um, Dubs, in addition to that, uh, tonight is uh, the continuation of the qualifications for the MSF Basic Writer course at Orlando Harley-Davidson with me. I heard Shannon Burke talking about it today. And uh, even just hearing him talk about it made me even more excited about it. Because essentially, when you leave this class, you have all of the paperwork that you need uh, in order to get, you know, all the testing, everything you need to walk into the DMV and say, hey, I can ride a motorcycle. Give me my license. Exactly. So uh, we've been getting you qualified for that. Uh, Tonight and tomorrow nights will be the last times we get you qualified at a quarter past the hour. And then on Thursday we will draw the three winners who will be taking the course with me over at Orlando Harley-Davidson the mornings of uh, January 23rd through the 25th. I'm very, very stoked about that. Uh, more info, I believe, on realradio.fm, the website. So that we'll get you qualified the first time after the Hideout Headlines game show, and then at a quarter past the hour, so 815, 9:15, 10:15. 10-15. Uh, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. Speaking of audio, mm-hmm. I got something. And first, I guess, speaking of the Shannon Burke show, I'm not going to apologize, but apparently the way you and I went off on Steeler fan last night. Not just Steeler fan, the Steeler organization. The Steeler Nation. The curtain. It, um, I guess it offended Cabin Boy, Stedman, and the Soul Brother. Aww. Well, uh, we'll have a continuation of our ripping of the Steelers at 7.30 when I have, when I have what is the ultimate reason... The ultimate reason to hate the Steelers. And that I will play for you at 7.30. So, uh, Cabin Boy, Stedman, Soul Brother, any of the rest of you who are the fans of the um, piss yellow and doo-doo black, uh, stay tuned. Because we'll get to that at 7.30. The dumbest logo in the world, too. I don't even know what it means. It's just colors. Just colors thrown together, like paint. And I know you, like you, don't, Pollock, you usually don't like colors. And nah, uh, that's your bet. I got oh, one yeah. living with me. Uh. Uh, don't remind me. <laughs> um, so anyway, Dubs, we have all that to get to. I guess, I mean, right off the bat, though, I could bring up the fact that I almost got into a fight today. I, um, I, was, at, I was playing at the basketball court. Mm-hmm. I work at it RDV. And this, there's this guy, I, I, we kind of run games like uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays around 11.45 to about 1.15. And there's this one older dude. He's, I'm going to say older, he's like in his 40s. And That's older for the basketball court. I guess so. Maybe he's in his 30s, he just seems older because of his attitude. And he's such a crybaby, like anytime he gets touched, he yells foul. And everybody who runs on the second court there hates him. Okay? Mm-hmm. Everybody. Not just me. 
So anyway, I'm guarding him, and he makes a move to the basket and literally elbows me in the face, knocking my glasses off. And then he scores the basket. And then I start yelling about how the points shouldn't count and getting into his face over stop being a bitch because then he starts yelling at me. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I don't I don't care that we lost. It's not about losing or winning because I'm literally out there to burn calories. But he is throwing his shoulder down, knocking my glasses off of my face to the point where I can't believe they get didn't get trampled because it was in the middle of the lane. I wanted to knock him out, and I felt bad because I was dropping so many curse words in the middle of the gym. If I were your mother, I would uh, take that ball, I'd put it up for a week, and not allow you two boys to play again until you guys can play nicely. Look, I, I don't care about the winning and the losing. I told you that. I, I'm not saying it's winning or losing. It's about playing nicely, and uh, if you guys can't come to a decision... You guys have been longtime friends. No, we haven't. I haven't known him, uh, but for maybe today. In previous times, I've seen him play. <laughs> and he's always been that same kind of guy with he's, every... He's just that dude. Why would you get on the court and guard this guy I if got you know st- it's I got going- stuck with him. I would have uh, sat out till the next game. Well, now, well, that was actually the end of the game. And then I just left because I was so pissed. But here's the, other, th- here's the other thing about it, too. Come on. Hmm. I got to get rid of these glasses. I need to move into the new world of LASIK technology. I like the Lisa Loeb glasses. They're good. At least I can see. <laughs> you, on the other hand, uh, need some sort of holders for the flubber uh, that hangs over your head. I'm a big fan. <laughs> with that brow of yours. He has uh, puppy eyes, you know, the ones that just kind of uh, have like a lot of, uh, of mush and uh, white... In it. And Matt Albert also has the crusties around it, too, because mm-hmm. yeah. he doesn't know how to take care of himself. Whatever. <laughs> I, that toilet that he's using looks pretty disgusting to begin with. I can't imagine what it looks like three days in already. Well, he said he gave birth to an eight-pound something yesterday because the Imodium AD finally wore off from the trip down on the train. Oh, yeah, Matt Albert, whenever he takes a long trip, he drinks Imodium AD so he doesn't have to poo. Yeah. yeah, and then literally gives birth. Uh, eight pounds, three ounces. You're crying. Do you really need to keep anything else inside of that huge body of yours? Didn't you try to get as much out if as you, you can? If you saw the size of the bathrooms on that train, you'd understand why I took the... They look fine to me. Yeah, I can fit into them perfectly. I I had to go number one, and I couldn't turn around. <laughs> I just I got in and I couldn't turn around. Well, That's why you do, do what I do: pick a woman's shoe and uh, have a have a blast with it. That's where you turn on that beep 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 when you back up, and then turn around and go in outside in the hall. There's no reason to try to turn around inside the closet. Yeah, there's no reason to turn around when that guy's already behind you. You can't do anything face to face. Chris, oh yeah, Chris in Orlando, you're in the hot. I beg to differ. Just you guys are talking about the uh, logo for the uh, Steelers being gay. Uh, it really comes from the chemical symbol for steel. Uh, I thought I've heard that, and I've also heard uh, it's a union thing. Yeah, but, I, I could probably could be like a steel miners union or something. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know that you mine steel. Yeah, but, I, th- uh, I think it's time to get rid of and it. And it's only on one side of the helmet. And that also throws me off too, because my OCD and everything needs to be even. Right. 
Dave in the Palm Coast, you're in the hideout. We got Dave. Man, you got punked out on that basketball game. I, well, look, here's the thing. I wasn't going to start a fight and get kicked out of the gym. Oh, well, you know what? You challenge him right there to a one-on-one, and you get physical with him. Well, I would have. you got punked out, you were his bitch. Oh, come on. And then man. you left the uh, the uh, the uh, court crying. You from the game crying. No. You let him take your ball. With your badge home. in your hand. I barked <laughs> aloud. Hold on a second. I barked aloud and uh, to the point oh, where he walked. It's wa- a foul. It's a foul. All right. You know what? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> foul, man. That shouldn't count. That's bull. Look, I didn't care about that. What pissed me off is my glasses got knocked off. Give me the ball. It's my ball. Take it home. Forget about this. And I did. Good luck playing without a ball. (laughs) Technical foul. It was flagrant. Stop it. All right, you know what? Uh, Whatever. All right, let's take a break and come back. Time for you to be a winner. Hideout Headlines Game Show. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. There's a lot to get done on this Tuesday evening? Yes, it is Tuesday. Tuesday night in the hideout with Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back to the hideout, Real Radio 104.1, Tuesday night in the hideout. Remember, Thursday is the debut of the hideout happy hour pre-party with Chunks at Patty McGee's Irish American Bar. That's from 6 to 8. It's a full liquor bar. Smokers welcome. There'll be hideout drink specials from 6 to 8. Chunks, your host. Also, it'll be a Matt Albert meet and greet. Patty McGee's Irish American Bar, 2083 Aloma Avenue in Winter Park behind the Mellow Mushroom. That is this Thursday, the happy hour pre-party from 6 to 8. Time for the Hideout Headlines Game Show, brought to you by the Wholesale Furniture Market. Beautiful 2,500 top-grain leather sofas. Starting at $5.99, the wholesale furniture market with over 40,000 square feet of quality f- home f- uh, furniture at 50 to 70% off every day. Wholesale furniture market, State Road 436 in Castleberry, next to Sam's Club, 407-332-1314, with our boys Big Dog Steve <laughs> and uh, Dubs' uh, uncle, Joe Dubs. Welcome. Welcome to the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Game Show. Answer questions on what's in the headlines. Local, national, world, sports, and entertainment. If you guess right, you win big. Big. Now here's your host, Skid. Alright, could be true, false, multiple choice, fill in the blank. Um, that all depends on Gibbs. It all depends on your host, the unpaid producer, Fathead Gibbs. Fathead. Let's go to Pat in Orlando. Fathead. Who has been waiting patiently here in the hideout. You ready, Pat? Sure, but before I go, I want to let you know that four months ago I had LASIK surgery. Uh-huh. My eyesight's gone from 2400 to 2020. The whole procedure took less than 15 minutes and wow. not a bit of pain. You son of a bitch, I'm jealous. I'm Do it. I'm, I got it. I got to have somebody uh, help me out. Best money I've ever spent in my entire life. And some don't some uh, some insurances cover it too, don't they? Uh, I got a I got a measly little discount through mine. All right, well I'll check it out then. All right, here we go. Here is uh, Fathead Gibbs. Pat, world, national, local sports or entertainment? What would you like, my friend? I pick national. Right, here's national with Gibby. All right, national is true or false? The Supreme Court upheld Oregon's one of a kind physician assisted suicide law today rejecting a bush administration attempt to punish doctors who help terminally ill patients die true or false true yes sir that is a winner hold on pat congratulations now 
Dubs, you and I, well, this it wouldn't specifically play out in this the scenario that mm-hmm. we talked about yesterday with the guy who killed himself jumping off of I-4 because he wasn't terminally ill. At least we don't know. But I've always wondered why when someone's incredibly sick and is dying anyway, but is dying a very slow death, why we don't allow them to speed it up in an almost in a humane way of uh, a pills or some sort of medicine, medicine overdose. It's a completely religious uh, belief that you shouldn't uh, help yourself die. You should let God do it. And that, that you're completely subjecting yourself to some other person's belief. And I think that's... I mean, if you want to die naturally, uh, if you yeah. have a, uh, a terminal illness, go for it. But if I don't believe that and I want to uh, get something injected into my arm to take me down... Nice and easy. I don't see why anybody should have a problem with it. So you think it's just completely religious? Though? Oh, definitely. Uh, the people who are making the laws and uh, voting on them don't believe that that is the right thing that they would do with themselves or their family. Well, that makes sense because John Ashcroft is the one who brought it up in 2001 mm-hmm. uh, when he was the attorney general. So that actually makes a lot. Of, it just, yeah, I'm a whole thing of. Uh... I'll die my way. Uh, you can die yours. I don't know. Maybe that's- and I, I can understand the thing of we don't want people just killing themselves on a whim. You know, anytime they want to die. Yeah. I, I mean, socially and as a uh, you know as just a society, I can see people having a problem with that. I, but but if you are terminally ill, you're gonna die, and it could be very very painful. Why? Why not have a uh, you know someone help you out and get the it, over with as non-painfully as possible. And I agree with you to a point, but people kill themselves on a whim all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why they jump off of I-4. I'd still rather that they did it uh, with pills as opposed to jumping off bridges. Definitely. If not for the terminally ill. Terminally ill should be able to do whatever they want. Uh, also waiting patiently, Mark in Orlando. Which category would you like, Mark? Local. Now, right, here's local uh, on Real Radio 104.1. All right, local is the other true or false question. Local 6 has recently learned that several years ago, Penley, the kid who was just in the the school shooting, um, wrote a school paper concerning pointing a gun at a police officer. True or false? True. Yes, sir, you are correct also. And they say that he was just, it was kind of just, what, a basic a basic paper that he wrote? Yeah, it was just like a basic paper saying that if you point a gun at a cop that... So this, know, this means the kid knew what was going on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So again, this is probably... Probably, since the kid knew what was going on, one of those suicide by cop things. I've never understood that. There's that's, so many better I ways mean, of doing su- it. Suicide is selfish, but that's just incredibly selfish. If for, because not saying that that's what happened in this case, but you know it's happened in other mm-hmm. cases. And then the poor cop has to sit there and live with that for the rest of their life. And you know that's not something they want to do. No, it's nothing that you can just uh, kind of shrug off. And if you can shrug it off that easily, you probably shouldn't be in that business. Right, exactly. Again, all, the whole going thing to uh, the choice is to whether or not to live or die. 407-916-1041, uh, 888-978-1041. It's the uh, Hideout Headlines game show here on Real Radio 104.1. Right, next up, holding uh, for an incredibly long time, too, is Kurt and the Popka. Kurt, you ready? Yeah. All right, world, sports, or entertainment, which category would you like? Uh, let's try entertainment. Now, here's entertainment, All right. Gibbs. Entertainment, fill in the blank. Love him or not, viewers will have the chance to debate this person on his Fox News channel talk show. Fill in the blank. <laughs> I got no idea. 
Oh, I'm sorry, Kurt. It's the one and the only Bill O'Reilly. Ugh. The greatest talk show host of all time. Of all time. By his doormat. So Spin stops here. O'Reilly, is, uh, in addition to giving out the tchotchkes, has, bag. has decided that he's going to allow people to come on to his show, regular old viewers, and debate him. I would like to say that the Boycott France bumper stickers have reached an all-time high. <laughs> Now, he does it on his radio show anyway, every day. Mm -hmm. But now, for some reason, it's news that he's going to let people come into the television studio and get to look uh, up close and personal at his blotchy face. Well, it's not blotchy on TV because he has so much makeup on. I'd like to sign up for this. However, the problem is I'm not a viewer. So I don't know Mm. if they're going to allow me. How many times have you watched Bill O'Reilly's show? Uh, never. 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah, 30 seconds at a time. Frank and Ocala, you're next up. World or sports? Which category would you like, my friend? Uh, let me try sports, guys. Uh, all right, here's sports with Frank. All right, sports also. Fill in the blank. The Arizona Republic reports that this team is scaling back the in-house hip-hop music and replacing it with classic rock and roll. Uh, I'm going to say... The Cardinals. Arizona Cardinals. It was actually the Phoenix Suns. Very close, though. And I is this true, Matt, that uh, Arizona was the last state to enact MLK Day? Yeah, there was a big fight about it. <laughs> oh, I never really thought that, uh, that Arizona would be the state that would have that problem. The Public Enemy song, By the Time I Get to Arizona. I remember yeah. that. All right, so in an effort to please the white clientele, because it wasn't enough to make them start dressing up in suits now we got to take away the hip-hop music in uh favor of some zeppelin and some acdc oh don't forget the skinnard do you think that would make the players maybe play a little bit worse because you know i'm sure the i'm sure they're getting hyped up by the music that they like i don't know in in high school if you guys had like uh, music before the games and everything or uh during practices they got you hyped up they're, they're, the music can totally kind of dictate how hard you're working, what kind of uh, what kind of mood you're in. And if they change it to something that completely doesn't get you going, it, it'll just kind of... I'll tell you this. As a fan of the Dallas Mavericks, if that's true, then I applaud it. Anything to slow down the Phoenix Suns, I'll be happy with. It's just the way it is. Colombo, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. You were left with World, all right? Uh, that's fine with me, guys. How you doing? All right, Colombo. Here we go. All right, man. It's a multiple choice question. An By the Arab. Way, I investigated that jumper the other day. All right. No, you right. didn't. I had a sponge, and uh, you know, basically, uh, there's not much you can do in a situation like that. I'm sure. All right, go ahead. Go ahead, Timmy. Thank you. An Arab television channel aired a silent 20-second videotape tonight of an abducted American journalist, and said an accompanying message gave the U.S. this many hours. To free female prisoners in Iraq or the journalists would be killed. 18, 24, 48, or 72? Ah, jeez. I'm going to go with 72. Good, good guess, sir. That is absolutely correct. Out of way, Colombo. It wouldn't be right if you had gotten it wrong. It just wouldn't seem right. So apparently this chick Mm -hmm. is um, a freelance writer for the Christian Science Monitor, and she got abducted. And now they uh, the people who are holding her are saying you have 72 hours to release all of the female Iraqi prisoners hmm. or this girl's getting it. Now, I saw a picture of this girl on the Drudge Report. Hot. White? 
uh, I don't know what she is. She looks, she, she looks like maybe she is, um, like she has an olive skin tone. She could be white. See, that's her first mistake. Greek. You have to get a, a hot white blonde chick, and America will just fall for it. Right, if, no, you she's hot, not, if you have a hot white blonde chick, Nanny America Holloway. will do anything for you. Yeah, no, she's not blonde and she's not blue eyed. <laughs> That's for sure. Well, she's screwed. <laughs> you know, and you got to think about it too. I mean, the whole thing is we don't negotiate with uh, terrorists. Mm-hmm. So she's just pretty much got a figure. Um, all right, either I need the army and the marines to find me in the next 72 hours, or it's over with. And that's just when you like when you're in that situation. Do you think and, she understands how much time she has left? Oh, I'm sure she does. And here's the other thing about her too, which the terrorists have kind of screwed themselves on as far as like winning over people like there in Iraq, mm-hmm. is that she all, a lot of her reports and a lot of her reporting has been very kind of pro Iraqi yeah. and like kind of showing the plight of the people. Yeah, they've been. He, she's been kind of on their side, saying, "Hey, th- this has been going wrong. This has been going wrong." And this is what it's like to be an, you know, like to be an Iraqi mm-hmm. with everything. And so, basically, they've kidnapped and are about to kill one of their their. Uh, not, I wouldn't say sympathizers, but someone who's actually giving their side of the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a bright move. Not a bright move. Yeah, if you're going to get someone, get like Geraldo or something, you know? <laughs> yeah. Someone who you completely hate over there. And so, you, do you figure that that's the way like Geraldo would want to go out? Oh, definitely. Just if, a, he, if he goes out, he wants to go out in a headline. Absolutely. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. That's the Hideout Headlines Game Show. If you don't take out all the women, uh, host, uh, not hostages, but uh, people in the prisoners. prisoners in Iraq will take an inch off of his mustache for every prisoner. Not an inch. Please, not an inch. So ho- touch it. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. I don't even know what to say because I don't know if, if the, the league will find me for saying how I feel we got cheated out there today. But on that play right there, man, that man caught the ball, got on the ground, was getting back up, knocked the ball out with his knee. I mean, I know they want Indy to win this game. The whole world loved Peyton Manning, but come on, man. Don't take the game away from us like that. And with that play right there, they tried to take the game away from us right there. It almost cost you. Yeah, it did, man. That was that was a bad move, man. Uh, Paul Tackle, somebody got to say something about that, man. Because that right there ain't right. That just ain't right. He didn't catch it. All right, welcome back into the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. By the way, congratulations, Matthew Collins in Melbourne Beach. He's now qualified for the MSF Basic Rider course with me at Orlando Harley-Davidson. Um, we will draw the three winners who will be taking the course with me the 23rd through the 25th of January. We'll draw the three winners on Thursday. Three more qualifications this evening, 8-15, 9-15, 10 All right, Dubs, uh, that was Joey Porter, mm-hmm. uh, linebacker for the Steelers. I guess talking about uh, a very controversial call during the game. Well, what happened was... Where uh, that long-haired freak uh, intercepted the ball. Uh, yeah, I think it's uh, Palomantu or whatever. Palomantu. Yeah. He, uh, he intercepted the ball, dived to the ground, rolled, and when he got up, it kept flying out. It didn't look to me like he ever really had control of the ball, and if he had that much control of it, how could your knee knock it out, and make it go flying all the way across the football field. I uh, I did, I was actually uh, at a drive-thru listening to the game, mm-hmm. and I didn't see the play, nor have I seen a replay of it. But uh, 
I was listening to the commentators for Westwood One, mm-hmm. which are unbiased. You know, they don't they're not the Steelers, they're not the Colts broadcasters, they're the national radio broadcasters. And they were yelling and screaming about how it was a catch uh, and, and a fumble. Watching it over and over again, you can tell that he really never had his arms all the way around it. You know, he not, it, it was completely a judgment call. They could have called it an interception and a fumble, sure, but they could have just as easily called it a uh, he never had control of the ball. All right, so that was one play, I guess, and the and the Steelers crying that the, it's somehow and it's for, some, you, for you to cry after you win the game yeah. about the officiating. It's somehow the world against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. It's not the world against New Orleans. It's the world against Pittsburgh because Pittsburgh has it so bad. They really do. Have you ever been to that town? I drive through it, Ugh. and it takes me too long. So anyway, but that's not the big thing I wanted to, uh, to play for you. Uh, there was also another big play in the game in which it appeared that the Steelers had solidified the win, and Joey Porter made the sack on Peyton Manning on fourth down. It was a big mm-hmm. play. It was like two consecutive sacks, and it was first and two. A first and goal on the two, and they hand the ball off to the bus, Jerome Bettis. And all they got to do is just run out the time. But essentially, it's kind of seeming like, all right, we're going to go ahead and you know, solidify. We're going to score the touchdown. We're, there's no reason to kneel. I mean, the, uh, the Colts had three timeouts. They were just trying to be safe. I understand that. So the bus uh, gets the ball and goes in, and he fumbles. Now, I'm watching. I'm At this point, I'm back in my place with Matt. Mm-hmm. And when I see him fumble... Matt, you could attest to this. Matt starts screaming and yelling. I start screaming and yelling, cheering, <laughs> jumping out of my out of my sofa, and doing dancing a little jig. Uh, Don't be racist. Hey, come on. J- I was right there. You uh, you're right. We learned that yesterday. Dancing a little something. Uh, just so excited about the fact that they had fumbled and it looked like Indy was going to come back and win. It looked like he was going to take it all the way in. Right. I guess that excitement translates to other places. So much so, a guy on the south side of Pittsburgh who was watching it at a bar had a heart attack. (laughs) This is a news story from CNN with an interview of the guy who had a heart attack. No, no pun intended, or perhaps some pun is intended. Go right ahead. But the game was a heart stopper. It was all that, and then some. 49-year-old Terry O'Neill is still stretched out from that exhilarating Steelers victory. He was at Chipka's Bar in the south side, packed inside with other Steelers fans. And then, Jerome Bettis took a lick on the Colts' goal line, trying to put the game away. He fumbled, and it nearly killed O'Neal. Bettis fumbles. Bettis fumbled the ball. I think there was like a minute left of the game, and next thing I know, everybody's screaming, yell 911, a guy had a heart attack. Did you leave with us? No, I didn't. I had to go and see for myself. Everybody was cheering, you know, yeah, 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 screaming, and he just started to slip over. He started to fall over. And then the next thing you know, I turned around and Terry was laying on the floor, okay? And uh, somebody yelled, call 911. He was white. I mean, there, he has no color to him. He he was just laying there flat. He was like, just Just like most back. of the people in Pittsburgh. <laughs> wasn't breathing. He wasn't breathing. Neil says he has a history of heart problems that weakened his heart over the years. The game's drama was enough to send him into cardiac arrest. He was... 
was saved by two city firemen who were watching the game inside the bar. They performed CPR and paramedics delivered five hits to his heart with a fibrillator before it restarted. There aren't any words that I can put to it. It was it was pins and needles. It was uh, we, I thought we had them. And the fumble just just put me on my heels, literally, and, and from my heels to my back. Whenever he dropped the ball, it just broke my heart. Literally. Literally. <laughs> I, I love the use of I love the use of we. Mm -hmm. And then when he dropped the ball, it broke my heart. Literally. Is it so wrong that I wish this son of a bitch had died? I wish he had died. Just if he had died, I'd have been happy if the Steelers went on to win the uh, the Super Bowl, just so that he would have missed it. <laughs> he would have thought they lost. Those dumbass Steeler uh, fans. They uh, they sit there eating those huge sandwiches stacked with fries on top of their sandwich, and then uh, coleslaw stacked on top of that, and they wonder why they're ha why they're having heart attacks and they have a fat bastard as a running back. To describe what this guy looks like, do you remember uh, the SNL skit, The Bears? Yeah. He looks like a guy that should be on that. He looks yeah, like Chris Farley with he, gray hair. Was right. he wearing the uh, big smoke glasses? And yeah. Then, and he's, he, he, I bet he was he, during the game. He's got his sleeveless shirt and a little tattoo. And I don't know if it's a Steelers tattoo or not because I couldn't see it. And he talks remarkably like the Thousand Pound Man, the clips that we played from the uh, Discovery. He's just laid up in bed. And then you see his wife there just staring at him. Kind of proud, but almost maybe you can see it in her face. <laughs> this is what my life has become? Right. I almost lost this man, uh, my, the provider of my home, to a Steelers game. <laughs> and then here's the, other, here's the other thing, too, that has to drive you insane, and why the Steel, why everyone hates Steelers fans. Because then you hear, I saw a story somewhere, of some guy who died, but wanted to be set up in front of his television so that his body could watch the game. So not only that, but Steeler fans are stupid thinking that they can watch the game once well, they passed on. <laughs> now, I love the Soul Brother. Don't get me wrong. And Cabin Boy and Stedman. Well, SBK's only a casual fan anyway. That's and, true. And really, Cabin Boy isn't that big of a fan. I, I'd say he's lukewarm. Yeah, he. I mean, if they're doing well, sure. Yeah, he's all about it. And you know, Playoffs, he's uh, you know, he's got steel, uh, you know, he's just got the steel run through his blood. Fair weather fan, mm -hmm. that's what I heard. SBK, and that's Stedman, he's uh, pulling the bandwagon. He's not in it, he just pulls it because he's so big. Mm -hmm. He's just a tall man who can pull it. So, and that's the other thing too. As much as I love the Dallas Mavericks, and sure, eventually, some point, I would like to hope that they win a championship. At most, maybe I would cry alone. Uh, if if I would if I were watching Game Seven, I would be alone in a room to know that if they won, I would I would I would shed a couple of tears, and that's about the extent of it. You know what? I was actually hanging out with Cabin Boy during the game, uh, and when when it looked like they were going to lose, he flipped his shirt inside out, and there's a big horseshoe right there. <laughs> He was just standing there like, oh, I've been here the whole time, guys. Let's go Peyton. Vic and St. Cloud, you're in the hideout on radio. What do you got, Vic? Hey, um, you guys were talking about the Steelers fans' funeral. At that funeral, he was actually put in a recliner chair, 
in one of his hands was a Bud Light beer, and <laughs> on the nightstand next to him was a pack of cigarettes. They had um, loops of Steelers highlights going for the whole game, for the entire viewing. And here's and here's the thing oh. too uh, that you got to say about Steeler fan, classy. Yeah, Just classy. His hand was keeping the beer cold. <laughs> Hideout <laughs> Real Radio 104.1. It was all that, and then some. 49-year-old Terry O'Neill is still stretched out from that exhilarating Steelers victory. He was at Chipka's Bar in the south side, packed inside with other Steelers fans. And then, Jerome Bettis took a lick on the Colts' goal line, trying to put the game away. He fumbled, and it nearly killed O'Neal. <laughs> Bettis fumbled. Bettis fumbled the ball. I think there was like a minute left of the game, and next thing I know, everybody's screaming, yell 911. A guy had a heart attack. Did you believe in that person? No, I didn't. I had to go and see for myself. Everybody was cheering, you know, yeah, 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 screaming, and he just started to slip over, you know, started to fall over. And then next thing you know... I turned around and Terry was laying on the floor, okay? <laughs> and uh, somebody yelled, call 911. He was white. I mean, there, he has no color to him. He, he was just laying there flat. He was like just on his back. <laughs> wasn't breathing. He wasn't breathing. Neil says he has a history of heart problems that weakened his heart over the years. The game's drama was enough to send him into cardiac arrest. He was saved by two city firemen who were watching the game inside the bar. That's a shame. They performed CPR, and paramedics delivered five hits to his heart with a fibrillator before it restarted. There aren't any words that I can put to it. It was it was pins and needles. It was uh, we, I thought we had them, and the fumble. <laughs> He's still talking just, about the game, not the heart just attack. Put me on my heels, literally, and and from my heels to my back. Whenever he dropped the ball, it just broke my heart. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. What a retard. <laughs> and by the way, you got to see this report. I think it's on CNN.com. And you got to look at this guy and then look at all the people they interview. Oh, I'm sure they're just a bunch of it was, Midwest schlubs. It was exactly the Bears. Yeah. Except uh, George Went, Chris Farley, and anyone else who ever sat in with him were better looking. You think they're going to hook that guy up with, like, tickets or anything? You know, and that's the thing that's going to piss me off, too. If this, if, like, Rothless uh, Burger, Burger. Worthless Burger, any of those clowns go and hang out with this guy and shake his hand. Heinz Ward goes over there with his big, stupid smile. Or the bus brings him a A a hoagie (laughs) and his supersized meal. Sorry, I almost killed you. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, I'm sorry. I hate. I'm. I'm. I know it's just one game. Maybe. Uh. Maybe. Uh. The bus to take him bowling. Because I know the bus loves bowling. Well, everybody has to, every commentator has to talk about how good he is at bowling. This looks like they could form a bowling league. <laughs> Except they would all have to have three uh, X to four X shirts. None of the XLs would fit this crew. Probably none of the finger holes either. Just big clubs. Did you ever think about how dirty a bowling finger hole is? Oh. Just between all that grease and beer and picking of noses and the people who have it. All those little kids' dead skin just falling into those holes. I, I never thought of the little kids' dead skin. That is actually creepy. Uh, is this BC? Beast. Beast in Bar- uh, Merritt Island. What's up, dude? Hey, not much. I don't know if you guys heard about this, and I'm not making this up. This is on Yahoo News. 
the I think it was the vice president of officiating for the league said that Polamalu's call that that call against Polamalu should have been a pick. Uh, I and see, and here's the thing: I'm not arguing whether or not that would have been a pick. Because honestly, I didn't see the play. I think it was completely a judgment call. Either way, yeah. uh, they could have gone. It, I mean, it doesn't bother me, and I'll be honest: I don't particularly care who wins anymore because the Cowboys aren't in it. I just have this this hatred now for the Steelers fan, and I'm just not sure why it is. Actually, I think Stupid I know yellow why. Towels. Wish they're cleaning up Bez's blood with them. Dubs, as much as you love the Lions, and you've mm-hmm. gotten tattooed up for your Detroit Lions, mm-hmm. uh, do you think that you would ever go out or like have like die because of a game? Uh, I could probably die during a game, but I wouldn't be because I got so excited or so distraught over it. From the you cigarettes know? and the yeah. energy drinks? exactly. I mean, I put so much crap into my body, I could go out at any time, but it wouldn't be the excitement of the game or the lack thereof. It does. If it makes you feel any better about those terrible towels, a buddy mm-hmm. I had mine once in his bathroom, and uh, I peed uh, uh, on it. So if it makes you feel any better. I, that's what I would do, too, because it completely matches the yellow color of the towel, and no one would be able to uh, tell the difference. And then they just keep on swinging in uh, a pee rag around. Oh, by the way, speaking of, um, well, colors of uh, number one, mm-hmm. You remember I told you yesterday that Matt Albert has been drinking distilled water yeah. that his sister bought for him? Uh, tell tell everybody what you told me today, Matt. Uh, it's orange, and uh, it, it comes out red, but when it hits the water, it turns orange. That's slice. <laughs> <laughs> it's orange drink. Yeah, that's not racist. <laughs> Tomorrow will be great. <laughs> no, that's the other side. Are you... uh? I didn't realize that when it leaves your body, it's red. It looks like a light red. Dude, that is... Is that from the Kool-Aid? It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Oh, yeah. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Tuesday night in the Hideout. Coming up, the Hideout Door Prize Blowout. Just about an hour. Uh... Deuce Childerone says that he has a big uh, game that he wants to play for us. He also said he'd be here at 7, though. Yeah, true. I told him we'd do his game, and then he, like, freaked out. He's like, well, a lot of people say I'm the game show master, not me. I, I feel a lot of pressure now. <laughs> do, do another game tonight. I'll be there at 7, though. <laughs> also coming up quarter past the hour, another chance for you to get qualified here in about 15 minutes for the MSF Basic Writer course with me at Orlando Harley-Davidson. Uh, we're getting qualifiers throughout the show. And then on Thursday, we'll draw the three winners to take the class with me the mornings of the 23rd through the 25th. Learning how to ride a motorcycle. Not only that, Dubs, but whenever you leave um, the Orlando Harley, like you finish the class, you got all the testing, you got all the paperwork. All you got to do is take it to the DMV. Get your license. And you're all set up. Uh, Dubs joining us in the hideout now. And thanks to our buddy uh, Billy the Phone Freak. Uh, Penthouse Pet of the year runner-up, Cassia uh, Riley. Cassia, thank you for joining us in the hideout. How are you, sweetie? Hey, I'm good. How are you guys? Outstanding. Mm-hmm. I'm on the website right now, uh, sexycassia.com. That's C-A-S-S-I-A.com, sexycassia.com. And you were the runner-up for yeah. Penthouse Pet of the Year. Now, does that sting a little bit? Because who was the who was the uh, one? Uh, Jamie, Jamie Lynn. Lynn. Jamie Lynn yeah. ended up, and we talked. We spoke to her before. 
Yeah. Um, it, is it does it sting a little bit that you're the runner up, or does that kind of give you something to shoot for next year? No, not at all. I'm actually, you know, I I won, you know, being part of the runner up, and I won a contract and all kinds of stuff. So it's really, really awesome and exciting. And Jamie Lynn's one of my best friends, so. You was know, cool. It's yeah, cool. and now there's a strife. There's a yeah. schism. Now you guys don't get along at all. You think that she's trash, right? No, I love her. I love her. No, we that's live what it says in your, each other. That's so. what it says on your blog on sexycasia.com. Yeah. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I checked it today. <laughs> I'm the only one that types on my blog. So uh, now I got to. You are a just a gorgeous brunette, and we talked to Jamie Lynn, and we had her on the show. And I saw the pictures of her, and I'm not gonna lie to you. I think you should have won. I think Aww. I I dig brunettes a lot more. So maybe that's my. I'm gonna click on the free trailer right now because oh, I, no. I am on, I am over the age of 18. <laughs> Why do you say oh no? You gotta be. You get to see some dirty stuff. All right, now you got three of them up. Oh Jesus, I don't even know which one to go to. How did, go to the link I sent you? How does that feel to know that guys run batches to pictures of you? Does that ever register in your head? Um, I try not to think about the videos because I'm more of a, you know, I like taking pictures more than, mm -hmm. you know, the videos. And so I mean, it's, even, it's even a with more awkward, even with the pictures, when you are uh, standing there, you know, you are taking your clothes off so other guys can just sit there and uh, <laughs> caress it up against their member. Damn! All right, I just saw this. Uh, you guys actually put the magazine on uh, it. A lot of times they'll cut a hole in the picture. I'll tell you I know this. I've done oh, it before. No. I'll tell you this. My mom busted me one time uh, pressing myself against a television. So oh, we go to all no sorts. And, I swear to Christ, all sorts of links. And also, uh, you should see what he's doing to the computer screen right now with uh, your picture on it. I hope that it has some sort of squeegee. Uh, yeah. Talking to <laughs> Cassia Riley, uh, Penthouse Pet of the Year runner-up. Our, our computers are the only computers with windshield wipers. Uh, That's embarrassing me right now. <laughs> SexyCassia.com. Oh, yeah, that and not the photo of you. Um, damn, this is a great photo, Tommy. So it's a picture of her. Um, what's it, Her legs are up. She's in the kitchen. She's not cooking. Right. Mm. Um and whatever she's making uh is not nice. salad stirring soup oh, yeah yeah oh she's stir God. she's stirring soup that's a good way of putting it go to the next picture clam chowder it's fresh though uh, dirty what what are you Casio Riley freshly bearded sexycasio.com what are you guys like graded on like how is it that Jamie Lynn beats you out because as far as I'm concerned you're a winner. Um, I don't know. They, you know, we had voting like on a website. It was, uh, you know, a website for Penthouse that people could go vote. And, you know, a lot of it really came down to the owners of Penthouse. And, you know, we had meetings and, you know, it was a really stressful, you know, thing. So <laughs> maybe she was able to, uh, hang in there a little better than I was. I don't know. But... All right, Dubs, here's a picture of her in the kitchen with a mm -hmm. cigarette. Hot. Um, you smoke? On her ass. No, I don't. Oh. I don't. Um, but Dubs. Are you just Googling me right now or what? Yeah, you know, my, well, my producer, Tommy Bateman, is a master of finding these photos. He's, oh, it's on something called babes.tv, and I guess there's a yeah. whole gallery of, uh, of you, Casilla. Uh, yeah. at Casilla's kitchen. My website's better, though. No, I, I like sexycasilla.com. In fact, here in a second, I'm gonna play the video. I'm trying to decide which video I wanna play most. Hold on, I'll go by the trailer. Hey, baby, it's just... The pink. Hold on, let me get my thumb ready. Hold on a second. Hey, baby, it's just you and me tonight. 
Uh, I'm going to make sure it'll be a night you won't soon forget. That's one. Whenever I'm in the mood for a night of hot, sweaty sex, I put on my sexiest fishnet stockings and black Ooh. boots. I... No, that one's not that good. <laughs> I don't want to push the website, sweetie. Nice sell. Sexycasilla.com. Here's the one. Do you like my new pink panties? Yes, I do. All right, that's the one you say I should click on? As long as you like mine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah as long as you like mine. Um... All right, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Now, how long do you uh, plan on riding these this, uh, these uh, pictures out? Do you do you plan on keeping with the uh, the the sexy pictures, or do you plan on trying to do some acting out of it? Maybe uh, uh, maybe speaking no. in colleges. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it penthouse. <laughs> now, is it? I'm is, gonna... Do you feel like you uh, you should branch out at any time? Maybe try to uh, go some mainstream way. Um, well, right now we have um, Penthouse TV in the works, mm-hmm. and um, that's going to get me a lot of exposure also, oh, yeah. you know, doing more like mainstream type stuff, even though obviously it's not mainstream, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, we'll just see what comes out of it. You know, I'm not trying to be like some That's what I say every know, time Hollywood I sit down in front of the computer. <laughs> No, I, no, Dubs is uh, being dirty. Hmm. Uh, don't worry about him. It's just you and me. Casia Riley, uh, com Again, that's C-A-S-S-I-A. Dot com. All right, I'm waiting for the... Uh, we have the slowest damn computer in cool. here. Go to the link I just sent you. There's I'm a... waiting for the video to open. You can open this link, though. It's a uh, it's a great picture of her ass. All right, another picture of her ass. All right, hold yeah. on a second. Um, now, as far as as far as far uh, the penthouse... I have a MySpace page, too. You can check oh. out. Oh, all right, I'm going to go add you, because I'm on MySpace right now. Yeah, well. I know everybody has MySpace. What's your, uh, what's your MySpace? Uh, MySpace.com slash Cassie O'Reilly. Cassie O'Reilly? Okay. Am I saying it right? I've been saying Cassia. Is it Cassia? It's Cassia, but, I mean, everybody says it their own way, and that's fine. All right, Cassia Riley. All right, fair enough. Uh, oh, damn. Whatever you like, baby. All right, yeah, I like Ooh. that. Um, all right, there is a great picture of her ass. I guess she's bent over a couch. Now, I don't mean to... I don't even know if I can say this. Go ahead. No, I don't know. Be somebody. Say it. Don't go to the MySpace pictures. It's almost 10. All right, no, it's not even close to 10. All right, here's a question. I need you to be uh, very, you know, clean when you answer. Yeah. I'm looking at the picture of you, like, nude, and, um, like, from behind. Mm Mm-hmm. And damn it, this isn't loading in here. This stupid computer. I'm going to have to go home and check out the, uh, the, the, the website. Do you like, um, anal? Um, <laughs> yeah, nice to yeah, tiptoe around that one, buddy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> around the bush. There's a guy that I've been seeing for, you know, quite a long time, even though, mm. you know, I still see other people in between, but um, his thing is a little too... No, yeah, oh, yeah no, I got yeah, it. It's, uh, yeah, it's a rough so, sell. I, it's not really working for me right now. I'm a little girl, you know. I'm all right, so, all right. No, I, I got you. I got you. I was just wondering because that's not too bad. No, that's fine. No, I got you. I was just looking at the photos and uh, I'm Why loving. Does the... it look broken in? Ew. Uh, I wasn't gonna say nothing. But, uh... No, are you serious? No, no, it doesn't look bad. It just looks inviting. How about that? <laughs> inviting. No. No. There's a nice There's welcome mat in front of it. A Bill O'Reilly welcome mat. Um, <laughs> the sin stops no, here. Oh come, come on! Is that... Telling everybody, you know that. No, it doesn't. No. It doesn't. It doesn't look bad. I'm telling you, it looks inviting. I'm digging it. I'm it looks t- good. It actually a great. I'd say one of the best. <laughs> That looks good. All right. <laughs> I'd like to dig it, too. Okay, stop. <laughs> stop already. All right, well, um, I want to... Snap into it. Uh, Casilla Riley, 
Uh, sexy, uh, com. She's also on MySpace. Um, and, uh, I do want to think now, oh, the other thing I want to ask about penthouse, you guys, don't you guys, is it you or is it, uh, the other one where you get like a necklace that <laughs> pearl? No, we do. We get a key. Okay. Yeah. The key necklace. And I, cause I hung out with a former one at something like at a system of a down show. And she's trying to tell me about it, the, all the things that that get, gets you. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Like this key necklace that you guys get? Well, um, when you become pet of the month, you get, you know, the basic penthouse key. Mm-hmm. And then um, when you get pet of the year or pet of the year runner-up, you get a special key for that. So I actually get two now. Oh, wow. But, um, now, what, what's the difference in the keys? Well, uh, is it a color or is it a uh, size? More bling. <laughs> right. Do you have the yellow one yet? Extra bling. <laughs> <laughs> the brown one, so. yeah, according to what I saw in the pictures. Uh, well, I want to thank you so much, Cassia, for coming into the hideout, and best of luck. And uh, what is next? Other just the website stuff? Are you going to be touring? Are you gonna be, do you do any of the dancing or no? Um, no, no, I'm not doing any dancing or anything. I'm just, I'm really focusing on my website. It just went up, so you know, there's still some work to be done, but it's, it's amazing and it's so much fun and. Just working on that and working on this Penthouse TV stuff. That's about to um, go off pretty soon. You can check out penthousetv.com for that. And, you know, just with Penthouse, you know, I'm under contract. So I'm pretty much owned by Penthouse right now, and, right. and I'm totally happy with that. Um, uh, When I add you, will you put me in your top eight in MySpace? And then secondly, uh, now that we have your number, can we call you at home? Um, no. I, and I would like... No, no, you don't have to say anything. You just have to no, listen to me breathe. Yeah, but just don't, don't give it to anyone else. Yeah, just like 1.30 in the afternoon when I just get done working out and I'm ready to drop my shorts around my ankles. Yeah, Gibbs. I already put it in my phone. No. Okay, the intern has it. The fat head intern has it, so you're at least at that point. Well, um, thank you, Casilla Riley. Uh, Penthouse Pet so of the Year, runner-up, and uh, sexycasilla.com. Thank you, sweetie. Thank you. We'll talk to you. She was fun. Yeah, she's a good. She's a good sport. She's hot too. We got a little dirty with that one, didn't we? Yeah. Mm. I'm telling you, the photos did kind of look. At least the ones that Tommy sent me. Um. Damn it, the video won't open in here. Chunks, I'm gonna give you an assignment. You gotta do this. Hmm. Chunks, you need to get them to make this computer work. You tell them that during the show, sometimes we have to watch videos of guests. And Windows uh, Media Player needs to be on here. I'd like it if we had speakers on the in-studio one. I need a lot more going on with this one than what's happening. This night show, it's very interactive. And I would like one, period. Yeah, that needs to happen, too. And Matt needs one as well. Here's the thing. We need three... Highly working computers in this store. We got a ton of room in here. I we got a whole conference table. I would take an Apple right now, just so I can sit here and play Oregon Trail during the uh, during the show. That was back in the 80s. I'd settle for Outback. You could type in 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, and 42 every uh, 100 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> then hit execute. Let's go to uh, Hideout News Director Sir Gary the Prophet. So, Gary. Gary, how you doing tonight? Outstanding, and how are you? I'm doing pretty good, thank you. Just got back to see my mother. Oh, how is she? She's doing pretty good. 
I turned the radio to 104.1 so she could listen to your show. Oh, what'd she think? I think she'd probably love this segment. She does this segment very good. <laughs> um, uh, what uh, what did your uh, what did your mom? What was going on? Did you guys chat about the old days, about the yes, little about the olden days, the little Sir Gary growing up? Yes, about the church. Oh, what was brought up about the church? Uh, she said she missed this New Hope Primitive Baptist Church. Remember the little street when the garden was a good blend. She's pastor. The ground floor for one the public's invited and the church is just past ace hardware. Yeah, I understand. That's probably what the whole conversation was, just back yes, and sir. forth. Yes, sir. Ace hardware, Home now, Depot. Ace now, hardware. Do you tell her where it is every time you talk to her about it too? Yes, sir, I tell her about it because uh, she has Alzheimer's and she can't remember things oh. sometimes. Oh, so maybe that's maybe that's why he's so good at repeating things. Yes. Yes, sir. Well that uh, that makes good Hey, is there anything in the news? We haven't even talked news yet. Uh, just about the boy that uh, got shot at in in uh, Similar County, they will have his funeral this coming Saturday at the uh, uh, at you know, funeral home. Go- no, sir. <laughs> <laughs> the the, the uh, church in go- I mean, in church in um, Apopka. Oh, okay. Okay, right. No, no, definitely. I understand. It's a sad thing that happened, and there are yes, more sir. details coming out about it. So. Yes, sir. No, I hear you. Well, thank you, sir, Gary. Well, I God pre- bless you. Have a good evening. Enjoy your program. I'll, uh, thank you, my friend. See, that, the Sir Gary thing... Cleansed us. Mm-hmm. We talked to Casey O'Reilly. We rabbit over Sir Gary, and now we're cleansed. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Congratulations to Richard Hood of Haines City, now qualified for the MSF Basic Rider Course with Orlando Harley Davidson and me. Two more qualifications this evening: 9:15, 10:15. Then the three winners will be drawn on Thursday. And then we all take the class the mornings of the 23rd through the 25th and leave there with all the testing and certifications and everything we need to go to the DMV to be able to ride a motorbike in the state of Florida. Exciting. Um, 407-916-1041, uh, Dubs, uh, the big movies. Yes. For 2006. The ones that they're putting all their uh, their eggs in the basket for. Now, 2005, did you like it as far as the movies went? No. Terrible. There, I don't think there was really one that really stood out to me and said, wow, that was a good movie. Oh, Wedding Crashers. I mean, yeah, but I could... Comedies are def- different than uh, good movies, you know? Like, I haven't seen a really good movie in a while. Well, I... Yeah, I mean, I hear it. nothing that was like. I mean, I liked last year. I liked The Devil's Rejects. I liked Wedding Crashers. I liked Syriana. I don't think any of those really will stand the test of time of being one of the great movies, though. Mm, oh, I'm Devil's Rejects won't. I know that. But Wedding Crashers, people thought it was definitely very, very funny movie. Definitely very funny, but I, I'm talking about a movie where they they have some kind of very unique storyline that's executed really well, and like there's there's just a lot going on with it. You know, I'm talking about a Pulp Fiction, a Godfather, something like that. We haven't had one of those in well, a while. What, what was the last movie we had that was like that though? Probably Pulp Fiction. Nah, because then you even had like Forrest Gump later on. I mean, like, I'm talking about. No, the I movies don't. are kind of like a, a surprise type thing. You know, the Forrest Gump was set out to be, you know, uh, it was like high they, budget. They put a lot of into it. I'm talking about uh, one of those movies that kind of fly under the radar until it gets discovered, and then it blows up to become one of the uh, national treasures. Blair Witch Project. 
that that was low budget. And I mean, yeah, but then I understand. Got I understand what you're saying though, Dubs. Like mm-hmm. an earth-shattering movie, like a Titanic, because mm-hmm. they thought King Kong was going to be something like yeah. that. Yeah. And I'm trying to think of what the last movie was that was really like that. Because like an Independence Day, you could say was one of those that kind of left that, but it left that mark. It did, but like it, it's not one of those people that people always go back to it and say it's on every Fourth uh, of July. Yeah, because it says Independence Day in the title. If it was, <laughs> didn't say Independence Day in the title, it would not be on every Fourth of July. Well, if you're gonna uh, just sit here and run me down, I'm not running you down. And my ideas and my thoughts. Uh, Saving Private Ryan, that left a mark. High budget, but still. All right, here are a few of the ones coming out in 2000s. And now that I think about it, there really hasn't been one in the last... Mm-hmm. Maybe since Saving Private Ryan, I suppose. But you're right, like a Pulp Fiction. Uh, let's go to uh, Ashley. Ashley, what do you got, sweetie? Uh, Blow was an excellent movie. Yeah. I think I think it was one of the greatest movies ever. Uh, th- was that with Johnny Depp? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah. that was a very Penelope good cruise. How long yeah. ago was that though? That, that was, was what five, six years ago now. No, it was like three years no, ago. No, it was more, like, way more than three. No, it was like 2000, maybe 1999 came the, out. The surprise ending was pretty good. And may, maybe that's what you need. Like, remember the M. Night Shyamalan movies were always... When real- they first came out, yeah. And now, now everybody's kind of got them down to a predictable yeah, uh, flow. But, you know, when they first came out, they were great. Like, when I saw the preview for The Village, I was like, I know, we already mm-hmm. know what it is. We are the outsiders. That was so uh, transparent. Mm-hmm. And he's got this other one that's coming out that I didn't look too bad. But you never know. Yeah, I mean, Signs I didn't like too much, and I didn't like uh, The Village too much either. Signs I dug. I loved uh, Unbreakable. Unbreakable and uh, the one before that were both really good. Six Cents? Six Cents, yeah. I mean, Clerks is one. But I'm talking about, I'm even saying like in the last two or three years have we mm-hmm. had one of those movies. Not this kind of signs. No, oh, sorry. All right, we're not, not doing Tesla signs. We're not doing that. <laughs> TJ in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, TJ? The Big Lebowski. Mm, yeah. I'd, yeah. I'd give the nod to the Lebowski. I don't know. I saw the Lebowski. It didn't live up to the hype for me. Uh, I don't know if anyone said uh, the American Pies at all. Or no, no, no. I'm uh, talking last two or three years. American Pie was... The fourth one just came out. Okay, yeah, that the was fourth straight one to DVD. Bit, yeah. Uh, at band camp. Only that Levy guy was only... Eugene oh, Levy. Yeah. He'll, do, he'll do anything. Yeah. Man, I'm really racking my brain to think of a big movie in the last two or three years that's really... It was everything they said. It was. You know what? I got one. Fahrenheit 9-11. I think Fahrenheit 9/11. I think. Do we yeah, throw documentaries in that mix, though? I, well, why not? It's a movie. You go see it. But it's not a, a storyline. I mean, I guess it's a could, news reel. I guess it could be disappointing, but that was one that it was hyped and it lived up to the hype. I mm-hmm. thought. Spider-Man. I mean, there was so much hype around that, and that was a great. I still movie. haven't seen it. I'll, That's you know how what? great it is. I'm almost going to agree with you that Spider-Man. Spider-Man 2 was uh, even better. I think he's right on about Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2. I think you hit him. Those are the only two. That's That and X-Men are the only comic book series that actually lived up well, in the movie. X-Men X3 is one of them coming out in 2006. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's because I got this list. Uh, and uh, it doesn't seem too strong on what the director's saying. 
Uh-oh. Okay. Hey, Chris, what do you got, Chris? Well, I got big fish, but uh, apparently some other people aren't agreeing with me here. No, 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 no. We uh, Big Fish is one that I still need to go rent. I still have not seen that if one. If you haven't seen that movie, this is the kind of movie like, and this is going to sound gay, but Moulin Rouge was fantastic. It's like the type of movie that you can put on mute and just watch from beginning to end because the, the set design is so beautiful right. that uh, that Tim Burton just did, did a wonderful job with it. Then the last couple of movies that he's done have kind of sucked out loud. It's mm-hmm. nice to see him doing something good again. No, I hear so you, Chris. That sounded pretty right, good. Guys, Thank you, brother. <laughs> what about... Um, the Lord of the Rings? that count or no? You know what? I think Lord of the Rings counts. Yeah, I think that counts. All right, so Lord of the Rings has been the big one over the past two or three years. Mm-hmm. Good call. I think Lord of the Rings and Spider-Man, too. I wouldn't say Spider-Man. Dude, you have to say Spider-Man. Why? Just because you haven't seen I bet once you watch it, you're going to dig it. I, I'm sure I'll dig it, but do you think it'll be one of those that people go back to years years later? Absolutely. No. Yes. Just because you hadn't seen it, the rest of us have. I disagree with Lord of the Rings because I only watched the last two because I watched the first one and I had to complete the series and it was just three hours. It's it was one of those nine it, hours of waste. I think that's going to stand up as one of those Star Wars type trilogies that you know will be big forever. Adam, you're in the hideout. We got Adam. Hey, hideout. Hey, brother. Hey, I just uh. One that came out this uh, last year, 2005, that I thought was just great was uh, Jarhead. I dug Jarhead, too, but I don't think it's one of those movies, like Dub says, that people are going to go back to. And here's the thing about even war movies, too, Adam, is the fact that like there's such a high standard like with the um, Saving Private Ryan. Apocalypse Now. A, Full Metal Jacket. Full Metal Jacket. Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Wizard of Oz. Oh, sorry. Gone with the Wind. All right, wild, the Wild Hawk says, Batman Begins. Uh, I didn't see it. Oh, it was a good movie, but it wasn't wasn't all that. I mean, it wasn't anything that's over the top. I heard it was much better than the previous Batmans that have been out since the oh, first one. Oh, yeah, infinitely better. What about uh, The Matrix is? The first one, yes. Absolutely, the first one was, I'd say even, too, the very first Matrix was maybe the last real groundbreaking movie we yeah. had. Yeah, I mean, that one was huge. But that was how many years ago? That was six Almost years ago, wasn't it? five or six yeah. now at the very least. Yeah, First Matrix came out in 99, mm-hmm. so that was a long time ago. Seven, Seven. years? Mm-hmm. And I'm still using Matrix references? Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. you got to stop that. Ladies first in the hideout, Amy in Melbourne. What do you got, Amy? Hey, what about Harry Potter? Okay, Harry Potter is a big one, and it's going to hold up, and I just recently jumped on the Harry Potter bandwagon, and I can't wait for the next one. So that's a good call, Amy. Harry Potter, yeah. Um, I think it'll definitely be one of those ones that kids will be watching forever. Yeah. Like the Without kid, a doubt. Like the kids' movies we kind of grew up on, mm-hmm. where it's almost a rite of passage thing where you have to. All right, here's uh, Joe in Orlando. What do you got, Joe? Hey, guys, whether you agree with the premise or not, I think The Passion of the Christ... You know what? You're right. The Passion of the Christ is yet another one out in the last few years that absolutely... And that one is uh, particularly one that uh, people go back to just because it is Jesus. It is a right. blockbuster, and uh, people uh, churches will be jumping back to it all the time. Actually, um, I own that just because of Monica Bellucci and how hot she was as Mary Magdalene. She's <laughs> gorgeous. And I felt bad because others were crying, and there she is in the dirt. In the movie, crying. Uh, just dirty, and people are about to stone her, and I'm thinking, she's so hot. Monica Bellucci's so hot. 
Big Knuckles in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got? Hey, what's up, F.A.? Hey, I got a couple for you. Uh, Kill Bill and Sin City, if you want to go with Quentin Tarantino. All right, now, Kill Bill... I, I'm not a big uh, kung fu guy, so I never really tried to get I, into it. I like the Kill Bills, but I wasn't over the top with them. Sin City, I rented, and I tried to watch twice and fell asleep both times. Well, I, that, that's one of them that I hear that you have to be kind of a fan of the comic book before you can really be a fan, uh, or you know, just fan of the whole thing before you can be a fan of the movie. All right, Jimmy Jam says, how about pirate porno? That was his favorite, R matey. <laughs> Bongos. Um, all right. I guess Chunks has found the top ten grossing movies for the past five years. All right. Why? Well, let's take a break and come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right. Welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, and Star 104.1 if you have a singular wireless phone. Ooh. Talking top ten movies. Or just we're gonna preview the movies coming out in 06. We we're just trying to think of the real groundbreaking movies that have come out in the past five years or so. Mm-hmm. And Chunk says the top grossing movies for over the past five years. All right, Debs, I want you to take a look at the list. I'm gonna take a couple calls real fast. We're just talking about the last real groundbreaking movie you saw, or a real big one. Michael and Altamont, what do you got? What's going on, fellas? How y'all doing? All right, bro. You cannot take away from Bad Boys Two. Right. <laughs> All right, you uh, you're not even you're not even participating seriously. Come on, Michael. Bad Boys Two is not thrown into the mix. I enjoyed both Bad Boys, but I'm not going to say groundbreaking. I don't think Martin Lawrence is going to be in anything that's going to be uh, earth shadowing. And for some reason, I have the American Psycho doll in here. Uh, on my desk. That is right. That was a really groundbreaking movie. But what was that? Ninety-seven. It was old. Ninety-six. No. I watched it in high school. Mike in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Mike? Good evening, everybody. Hey, they do. I got uh, a movie called Employee of the Month. It has like three alternate endings. Man, this movie messed me up at the end. You know what? I almost rented that the other week. Really? Yeah. Let me tell you what. It is crazy. When I thought the movie ended. It didn't end, and then when I thought it ended again, it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. I don't even I know about it. Was great. All right, employee of the month. I'm gonna write that one down. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate it, brother. Hmm. As I'm going through these dubs, I'm not seeing anything. Mm. 2001 was a terrible year. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, here are the top movies for 2001. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone was number one. Number two, Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring, which I can, and number three I can see too, Shrek. Uh, number four, Monsters, Inc. Number five, Rush Hour 2. Number six, The Mummy Returns. Number seven, Pearl Harbor. Number eight, Ocean's Eleven, which I liked. Number nine, Jurassic Park 3. Oh, God. And number ten, Planet of the Apes. As I go through this list, I'm seeing nothing in 2001 that was Earth shattering no uh, other than the lord of the rings and the harry potter yeah but those right. are we've already said uh 2002 i'd say the star wars other than that I and the other installments of lord of the rings and harry potter nothing i found these last three star wars even you know a little lackluster i thought they could have oh, been better yeah they're awful uh my big fat greek wedding was just a shocker that anybody even wanted to see it that could have easily been a big flop I never saw it, but I guess you could consider Finding Nemo. Oh, yeah. I mean, people love that. Passion of the Christ for 2004. Oh, boy. 
Nothing else there. That was an awful year. With National Treasures in the top ten. <laughs> and then last year, again, maybe Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? No, I'm no. not going to give that to him. All right, Dubs, let's go over the list now. Okay. All right, uh, Dot Com says, what about waiting? Waiting was good. And some of the other feedback on the Instant Messenger was um, uh, Troy was good. Alien versus Predator. <laughs> that was terrible. Destro <laughs> says a movie that he saw that he thinks will transcend time: uh, five black sticks and one white trick. I have to check that out. I saw a good movie, Toby Bryan, uh, Backcourt Violation. That's pretty good. It's a <laughs> just goes around screwing white chicks. That's fun. Um, From what I've heard. Yeah, right. All right, here's this is what they say in the can't miss movies for 2006. Our dubs, uh, Superman Returns. I've heard really good things about it. You know how it, that took so much money to make too. Uh, it could either be really huge, or even if it does well, it'll still be a bust because of how much money they put into it. I think it will be good because it has the the, dir- the director from the first X Men movies, so Brian Singer. Mm-hmm. Right. No, you're right. Um, Mission Impossible Three. I not, I have no interest. No. Mm. X3. I'll see that just because I, I like the first two. X3. Uh, it just scares me on what the uh, the director the director came out and was like the storyline is pretty good. You know, like, <laughs> when when he's saying that it means it's probably crap and he's just out there trying to make the best of it. All right. Um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Dead Man's Chest. Sounds a little gay. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a Saturday night with me. Right. Poseidon. I guess they're going to remake the Poseidon Adventure. Why? The Da Vinci Code. That'll probably do well. Casino Royale. I guess it's the new James Bond. No, it's the Pink Panther movie uh-huh. with Steve Martin, which is going to be horrible. Oh, man. With Beyonce Knowles. Oh, I, yeah. I you know, I did preview. see the preview. You're right. Ugh. And Steve Martin, I think, is a genius. Put him with Beyonce Knowles, he's going to look like a hack. No, he's he's lost everything from yeah. the 80s. He shouldn't be making movies. And if you try to go back and watch anything in the 80s other than The Jerk, no, that, Steve stupid, Mar- that stupid King Tut thing that everybody's laughing at. Yeah, I was like, what, what's that? Why are they <laughs> laughing? That's not funny. Steve Martin's great. I just saw him in the movie last year that he did. Um, cheaper by the Dozen or Cheaper by the Dozen 2? No, it was a smaller independent one. Shop uh, Girl. Shop Girl. Shop Girl. I really dug. With Clardine's butt. Right. And then also, <laughs> too, he was in uh, Leap of Faith, one of my favorites. Eric and Daytona, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Eric? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, brother. Hey, I'll tell you one movie. You know, Pixar never ceases to amaze us, but movie that's coming out is called Cars. Yeah, this is on the can't miss. They say Cars is one of those that's going to be huge. What's Cars? The animation is unbelievable. It's kind of a, it's like a comedy about talking automobiles. It's got Owen Wilson, Paul Newman, Bonnie Hunt. Is that yeah. the is that the cheapest uh, not the cheapest but the easiest uh, way to make a buck is doing these animated things for the But they take so long I don't think that it's really it seems like it's a lot of work No I'm ta- I'm talking about for the actors Oh yeah. like when an actor jumps in on this like I uh, like uh Shrek and everything those actors jumped in did their voice work and got out and made a mint Hey speaking of those Eric you got Over the Hedge which is in uh Dreamworks animation and then also too Ice Age 2 the meltdown so this is yeah. gonna this is gonna be a big year for those. I'm gonna tell you right now, Cars is going except for uh, the new Pirates of the Caribbean coming out. 
cars is going to blow them all out the water. You man. think even more than Superman? Yes. You got to remember with, uh, with the rage they got going on with, uh, what's his name? The guy who says get her done all the time. Oh, uh. Larry the Cable Guy? Right. Yeah, he, mm. play, he plays a tow truck in it. Oh, no. so oh Jesus. That's a reason to stay away from that. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. Appreciate oh. it, buddy. Um, uh, here's some other safe It'll bets. It'll be a blue-collar rape. Get her towed. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize this has happened. Get her sucked. World Trade Center. No, me. <laughs> World Trade Center, which is coming out in August. Is that an actual uh, movie? Oliver Stone. Oh, God. We talked about this before. Nicolas Cage and Michael Pena. Pena? Pena. Wow. And then there's another one coming out, I guess, in April. Flight 93. I don't know. It, is that appropriate yet? I mean, you, know how, you know how long they waited for a Pearl Harbor? <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. Oh. I'll probably see him out of morbid curiosity, and I love Oliver Stone. I find it odd that Oliver Stone's going to be releasing it right around, like, the elections, too. I mean, it's August mm-hmm. for the World Trade Center. A Miami Vice uh, with Jamie Foxx and Colin Farrell. No. I'm going to see this uh, on Friday, Underworld Evolution. I told you I'd dig that. The Santa Claus 3. <laughs> Tim Allen just squeezing every buck he can out of the Santa Claus. Oh, well, Charlotte's Web, a live-action adaptation. Ooh. Dakota Fanning, the voices of oh. Julia Roberts, yeah. Oprah Winfrey, <laughs> and Cedric, Cedric the Entertainer, oh, and, no. and Steve Buscemi. <laughs> it's going to be huge just because Oprah's a part of it, and she'll be whoring everywhere she can. All right, Matt, you're wrong. Uh, that Casino Royale is not the Pink Panther. The Pink Panther is the Pink mm-hmm. Panther. Casino Royale is something different. What's, what's Casino Royale, then? It says it's a, uh... Yeah, it's... Bond? It's Bond. It's 007. Whatever. Like I <laughs> I'm not going to be seeing it, so... Apocalypto, another Mel Gibson flick, that he's going to do in a different language, in the Mayan tongue. Oh, well, that's his big thing. Lady in the Water, M. Night Shyamalan, so he'll have one out. And I'll, I'll go see it, just because yeah. he earned my respect with the first few. Basic Instinct 2. I heard about that. And Nacho Libre from the Napoleon Dynamite director, Jared Hess, stars Jack Black as a Mexican priest who doubles as a wrestler to raise cash for his orphanage. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that has some legs. A million dollar man story. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-104. And you know what? Speaking of, we didn't even think about this. And Destro brought it up. And Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. I like Napoleon Dynamite because it was hilarious without being overly filthy. Yeah. And I have nothing wrong with being uh, filthy or watching filthy movies. I love them. But it impresses me when you can make almost everybody laugh. You know another movie that I thought was maybe the cleanest movie ever, and I thought was even funnier than Napoleon Dynamite? Tracy, I love you. Elf. Really? I've heard either... Crap or really good. I don't know how you don't like that if you're a if you're a person. You think Napoleon Dynamite's got that uh, the gusto to last like a Fast Times at Ridgemont High? Oh yeah, one of those? definitely Napoleon Dynamite it's will last. Such a, a pop culture thing too. And I'm glad to say I went to see it opening weekend. At Did a, you at a little theater in Bethesda? I even told you guys about it. And you're like whatever, shut up. I never said whatever, shut up. 
I probably did. Let's beat up Corolla. Uh, <laughs> Chris in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Chris? Hey, I think it's uh, way too early for these 9-11 movies to come out. It yeah. does seem... And I, I, I have a little cringe to me when I hear it. I was hearing, too, about, you know, like, I guess there was a made-for-TV movie that, mm-hmm. like, USA did. But the fact that Oliver Stone's putting one together, which I'm a fan, but it just seems a little odd that he's doing it. And yeah. then, and then the, even the, and here's the other thing too about the Flight 93, we don't even know what happened. We, it's a lot of speculation as to what even happened on Flight 93. So for there exactly. to be an entire movie about it, just seems incredibly odd, dude. And I'm on board with you on that. That just seems real weird. It's surprising yeah. that Oliver Stone's doing it. I, it makes sense to me. I guess it makes sense, but then I'm like, I don't know. It's weird to me that uh, Oliver Stone's gonna have to be casting people to play Bush. In the movie, and Bush is still the damn president. Mm, like, true. Absolutely, too soon. It's gonna be, yeah, it's gonna be complete. Do, do you think they'll get that standby? That's my Bush guy <laughs> that uh, always plays President Bush in anything they do. I'd like Will Ferrell to do it because he has done the best Bush impression out of any of them. I remember watching some some of the old SNLs where he was uh, uh, when they were doing the first running, and he was snorting coke out of a book and everything. <laughs> World Trade Center starring. The Star of Elf. Will Ferrell as President Bush. I'll tell you this, I'd rather have Will Ferrell as our president. Mm. That's just me. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Coming up Thursday night, Patty McGee's Irish American Bar, the start of the Hideout Happy Hour pre-party. Full liquor, smokers, welcome. 2083 Aloma Avenue in Winter Park behind the Mellow Mushroom. Chunks is your host, and it's the official meet-and-greet for Matt Albert. The hideout happy hour pre-party, Thursday, 6 day, Patty McGee's Irish American Bar. Is Matt allowed to go? Yeah, he can go. Because there's like a capacity that they have they can't go over. Well, I mean, he takes up three of them. Come but... meet Chunks with Matt Albert and two heretics can get in. <laughs> uh, is this Nikki from Fatal Fetish? Yeah, hey, boys. Hey there, sweetie. How are you? Good, how are you? Great. What are you guys, uh, you guys down at the Tuesday night, Blue Room tonight, right? Hell yeah. What's tonight's theme, sweetie? We don't have an exact theme. We're having a body painter come in. I'm waiting for him to show up, and he's going to paint up some of our girls. Mm. And then uh, two of the other girls are going to battle it out tonight. They're going to wrestle. Bad girl! so naughty! All right, that is hot. That is incredibly hot. <laughs> oh, you saved my clip. Um, oh, yeah, we have that. In fact, from what I understand, it's going in a promo somewhere, so it'll run throughout the day. Um, That's great. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to try to see if maybe we swing Matt Albert down there tonight, then, uh, the Blue Room. It sounds like a fun night to be down there with the uh, Fatal Fetish Girls, fatalfetishgirls.com. Uh, thank you, Nikki. We'll talk to you soon, sweetie. You think they got enough uh, paint to cover Matt's body? Okay, what is it? Just coming in here and attacking Matt. <laughs> Why? I've never done anything to you. Yeah, you look good. Did you lose weight? I, I think. Looking yeah, good. He actually has. He cut out sugar. And then once he got down here in the Florida water, he's like, I'll take a Sprite. <laughs> Can't stand this water. Oh, that's not stereotypical. <laughs> uh, yeah. You're going to slice real quick. I never like slice. Uh, watermelon Jolly Ranchers, please. <laughs> Thanks. Ray in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Ray? Hey, what's up, guys? Yep. I've got a movie, and then I've got a comment about the movie you guys were just talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, the movie is something that you should check out in FA because you were making a list of movies to see. Right. Uh, it's a movie called The Audition. The Audition. It's 
a kind of a horror movie in the the hostel kind of style. Oh, really? Um, yeah, this uh, it's, it's a Japanese film. You okay. know, it's going to be twisted like uh, oh yeah, there, there's and stuff. they're so far ahead of us when it comes yeah. to the gore and the fright stuff. Yeah, you got to check that out. And the observation I made was that the reason that you're not seeing these big, uh, uh, I guess, genre changing or life changing movies anymore mm-hmm. is because. The studios are are not banking on original ideas anymore. You know what? That's what I was thinking about too. Uh, the, the movies are always, you know, the uh, the big uh, yeah. groundbreaking ones. Yeah. Uh, they always were the ones that were they were fighting to get made. You know, yeah, they they had to go through seeing. so many channels. Yeah, everything you guys are seeing now. I mean, everything you were talking about, including that that Charlotte's Web thing, which <laughs> God, I know that everything is a sequel, a prequel, uh, a remake, mm-hmm. everything. Yeah, everything's an old sitcom. I know those are going to make make a buck. That's why the, they're making them. They like to go with safe as yeah. opposed to out there taking a chance and, and being groundbreaking. Yeah, you, you know, won't see a Pulp Fiction made anymore. You know, you can't really blame them either because it costs so much money. They need to do some kind of thing that where they're going to guarantee some kind of return. Here's the problem, though. They all go with quality. Uh, I mean, quantity over qual- uh, quality. Yeah. So it's all about how many can we get out there as opposed to, hey, can we really, let's really go out and search for the very good scripts. The something that's, the Napoleon Dynamites, even Saved was a great movie. You you know, I think the thing is, some of these big uh, directors have to pick up some smaller scripts and uh, get behind them because if a big director will put his name on it, even though it's, you know... Well, that's what they said about Syriana. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's exactly what Clooney was saying uh, about it, was the fact that, you know, he does all these big films, kind of the mind-numbing ones, where, like, the Ocean's Eleven and Ocean's mm-hmm. Twelve and all that, just so that he can make these movies like Syriana, because he has that power. And you would like to see a lot more of these big stars hopping on that bandwagon to make the projects that they really want to make. I mean, I think Mel Gibson is a kook, but he's at least coming out there doing something somewhat different. Yeah, I mean, he's he's, put, he's putting his name out there and trying to take a chance. He's bankrolling it. John on the turnpike here in the hideout. What do you got, John? Hey, gentlemen. Hey. Um, da Vinci Code, Ron Howard is going to be directing that. I think that's going to be spectacular. I, I, I need to hurry up and read the book before... Um, before I get to uh, go see the movie, to go yeah. see the movie. Well, but, I'll tell you what, I, I I read the book and I could not put it down. Yeah, it and, was really good. And that's what I'm banking on that I can just. I'm. It's one of those things where I know I have a paper that's due, and the paper is the movie coming out, and I gotta hurry up and try to read the book. I'm gonna wait as long as I possibly can, and then I'm gonna pick it up. I just actually ordered it, so. Oh, you hey, ordered the I, book? Mm-hmm. I could have given it to you. Mm-hmm. Huh. If if I can throw one other thing as a movie to see a cellular, I never seen any hype on it, and I've seen it. I think it came out in '04. Is that the one where the um the guy gets the phone call from Kim Bassinger who has uh, been abducted? Exactly. All right, cellular. I heard about that. It never moved me to go see it, but maybe I'll pick it up when I'm. For some movies. reason, I was thinking that piece of crap uh, phone booth. Yeah, the yeah uh, with uh, Colin, Colin Farrell. Farrell. It refreshed my memory. What's uh, the Da Vinci Code again? What's like the premise behind it? Um, the, I don't even really know. It's about... Uh, um, Isn't it like a secret Catholic society or something? Well, from what I've heard, on, I've watched a couple documentaries on it. Uh, the, uh, in the, in the, uh, the Last Supper painting, there's a woman 
in the painting or what they think may be a woman. It's supposed to be Joshua the Baptist or some. some yeah, thing. and uh, I guess some. I, I, you know what? I can't really even put my. I know. Thumb on I keep exactly hearing what, vaguely about what it's about, but like no one can really sit down and say, "Here's what the Da Vinci Code." But well, the reason most people don't tell you those because they don't want to ruin it for you. It's all in theory of what you know. It, n- none of it's really any truths. It's a big theory on what uh, if Da Vinci had some kind of. You know, story is trying to tell through uh, the Last Supper painting, but that's a, that's only a part of the story. I mean, there's a lot more. Go- it's actually, I mean, it, it revolves around specific characters, and that's only half of it. What you're oh, really? talking about? Yeah, there's a whole there's a whole other twist to it. Hmm. So right. it's it's basically a. a historical- Have you read it? Yeah, I, I read a I read a couple of his books. But why would you read it if? What do you, what's that supposed to mean? Aren't you Jewish? So I can't read Angel. Uh, no. Vinci Code? Exactly. Isn't that illegal or something? I enjoyed the book. Angels, you read Angels in America. No, Angel- that was more up your alley. No, no Angels, Angels in the Outfield. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tommy. <laughs> Angels in America is by HIV. Angels in the End Zone. He likes it in the end. Whatever. <laughs> Welcome back, Deuce Chill. Yeah, good to be here. All right, let's run through these phone calls real fast, and then we will uh, play the Hideout Door Prize Blowout. That's why Deuce Chill is here. He's got his game show that he's been telling us is just so fabulous. I said, uh, I said it was decent. He's been building it up for a month, so I can't wait. We cleared out a whole segment for Deuce Chill. Jeff in Orlando, what do you got, Jeff? Hey, uh, a history of violence for Alright, uh, I think you said a history of violence. And people I haven't are, seen it yet. People tell me I need to see that one. Yeah, just for the full frontal shot of Maria Bello. Ooh, okay. Uh, T.O. in Orlando, what do you got, dude? Yeah, I'm going to throw out a few. And I want to say something about the Blue Room, too. Okay. But, uh, okay, hold on a second. This yeah. is Heretic T.L., uh, dumbass Gibbs. It is not T.O. Well, you L. know, it's, it's how I talk, though, so probably. No, no, it's not on you. It's on it's on his big fat head. That's the problem, T.L. You deserve more respect than that. That's. <laughs> I don't know what... You calling me a fat head? All right, what do you got, T.L.? All right, I'm going to name off, uh, let's see. We got Gladiator. Uh, Finding Nemo was pretty big. Uh, the Incredibles and uh, Gangs in New York. I thought it was excellent movies. All right, The Incredibles made it on a couple mm. of lists. Gangs in New York, I have not seen. I'm mm. not gonna lie. Oh, to you. it's incredible. Yeah. Um, what else you got there, T.L.? Hey, I would come hang out um, with, at the Blue Room with you guys, but you know, I, I wouldn't want anybody to think I was dancing like a monkey. Oh, what's oh, that about? Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Dancing like the blacks. I understand. <laughs> I understand, T.L. Sorry Those about people. that. Right. Don't wanna dance a jig. I do. Dance Where? with one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the the nameless Bateman or the names Bateman. I right, uh, do you have a whole little subculture you got going on on the instant message, Tommy? I don't know. It'd be nice if I could see you unless Drone's big back wasn't in the way. <laughs> and by the way, that's the other thing too. Speaking of being racist, and uh, Chunks pointed out, notice how far away Deuce Chill sat from Matt Alba. <laughs> Literally on the other side of the room. From He's the Mexican a... and the black guy. Like you're, like you're in a catchy bowl or something. Well, you're in my chair for starters, or what used to be my chair. No, is that's name, his chair. I don't want to catch the black disease. <laughs> I'm right. not going to get the sickle cell from sitting next to him. Well, he was eating. I wasn't going to get that close to him. <laughs> the sickle cell. Uh, the names Bateman says part of the Da Vinci Code is about Jesus and Mary Magdalene having secret love children. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, and that's the, what it is. certain people that claim to be the descendants of them, therefore being related to God and are far superior to others. All right, I'd like to just see something of that uh, Cavizi guy and Bellucci getting it on, since they played Jesus and Mary Magdalene. That's creepy. 
I'm fascinated by her, dude. It's never going to stop. She's my picture right now on my MySpace profile. It's my girlfriend. Oh, I thought that was you with dreads. That's <laughs> <laughs> to hide it. All right, you know what? It would have uh, been thinning up front. Let's, uh, come on. What? Oh, yeah, like you're not patchy and gray at 21, <laughs> you bastard. look like a worn shag carpet when uh, I first saw oh you. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like, is it supposed to look like that? No, 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 Rob. Deuce Joe, give us one of your questions for your big, fabulous game show. And people can call now to be a winner. All right, you want me, you want me to explain the rules first? Sure. All right, basically, I'm going to give you a list. And in that list, one of them does not belong. So all you have to do is, and even if you don't know why it doesn't belong, I'm not asking you the reason. All right, I'll give uh, I'll give you the list real quick. El Jefe, Matt Albert, J-Dubs, Chunks, Tommy, and Deuce Childeron. Who's the odd man out? Odd man out? Are you asking me? Yeah. Chunks. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> all right, so um, continue on. So I'm going to give you a list, and all you have to do is say which one does not belong. All right. And for the first question, we will do Avalon, Matrix, Prius, Amanti. All right, so if you know the answer to that, 407-916-1041, Hide outdoor price blowout. Yeah, I got yeah. of it. I did, too, uh, with Brian Peppers, who apparently is included. <laughs> Ooh, you, uh, you're taking Brian Peppers on drives now? No, apparently the caption read, and this is the caption, not me, but the caption said, Brian Peppers now standard on all Mo cars. Nice. Wow. You can get a nice Brian Peppers if you drive a gay car. That's a great deal. Okay, I had a way to run in a car that we're trying to get as a sponsor. <laughs> nice. That's real smart of you guys. Uh, Colleen in Altamont Springs here in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, hey. Colleen? I'm doing good. Um, all right. Uh, here's another odd man out. Here we go. Gray Goose, Boar's Head, Wild Turkey, Beef Eater. Gray Goose. Because that's a vodka. I'm sorry, that would be incorrect. I, I think people are focusing on the wrong things here. Let beef feeder, which is you? <laughs> you talking to her or me? I'm talking to you, dude. No, he's a beef sitter. Oh, I'm sorry, Colleen. You guys know this one, don't you? Hmm. I, this is an easy one. What is it? I repeat it because I wasn't listening. <laughs> uh, gray goose, mm-hmm. boar's head, wild turkey, and beef eater. Boar's head. Yes. It's a beer, right? No, you you guys don't know what boar's head is? They're like meats. Ah. And then everything else were liquors. Have you guys even listened to the past two questions? I know I've zoned out. I... I'm just getting caught up on my friends on MySpace. Yeah. Uh, 407 yeah. <laughs> It's the um, not really caring what the game is with Douche Chill. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and the hideout of Real Radio 104.1. Let's go to Pedro in Dade City. You ready, Pedro? Yeah, let's go. All right, here's a deuce chill. Here's the odd man out game. Dennis D. Young, Pete Townsend, Roger Daltrey, Keith Moon. Let's say Roger. Incorrect. Dennis D. Young. Thank you. All right, what was the theme on that one, Matt Albert? The Who. That's right. And Dennis D. Young is when what band? Sticks. Aha, there's a music lover. I had a way to relate to the uh, younger audience, the nighttime audience. Who and Sticks. I'd be great if we were going for that 54 to 65 demo. My games are open for everyone. Hey, do I have so to keep drives. refreshing the game show music? Oh, we I need just... something to keep it going, absolutely. Because, right. I mean, he's just that. No, yeah, keep it going. Just put it on repeat and walk out of the room. Yeah. Come uh, on, guys. Can I do that? Sure. <laughs> Somebody want to come answer the phones? Uh, I'd rather be struggling with my poops. 
Uh, let's go to Paul Kissimmee. You're in the hideout. Hey, guys. You, you ready, Paul? Yep. Uh, here's the Odd Men Out game show. Okay. Steve Smith, Deshaun Foster, Joey Galloway, Amani Toomer. Um, I have no clue, so I'll go with Steve Smith. Incorrect. All right, are there, oh, uh, Deshaun, Deshaun Foster? Deshaun Foster, because the rest are wide receivers? That's right. <clears throat> 407. Oh, it's my, it's my fault that they're not getting them right? Triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. I mean, Boar's Head is not a beer. Are you Come just, on. Are you ripping off you can't win? Is that what this is? This was supposed to be fairly easy. Now, what's the premise of the game again? Are you kidding me? No, because I haven't been listening. Maybe I, if you explain the category. I hate you guys. No. Why would I, if I explain the category, yeah, okay. People might actually know. And why? Are, what, what's Boar's Head? Why are there four Who of them? Who doesn't know what Boar's Head is? Me. Everyone here. Why are there four of them? I didn't want to make it too many, and I'm, I, sh- I really should have just done two of them. Well, then what would be the point of that? <laughs> How would there be an odd man out in that? <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's try the game again. It's a true false thing. <laughs> Jeff and Daytona, you're in the hideout of Road Radio. How's it going? All right, here we go. Here's Deuce. Turn your radio down. All right. Yeah, it'll just confuse you. All right, here we go. Here's Deuce Show. Dasani, Sprite, Powerade, Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew. That is correct. Uh, The other ones are Coke products? Yes. All right, you're a winner. Hold on, Jeff. Congratulations. Smartest caller all night. I think he's just the first one who actually listened to you. Hey, I got some breaking news. Uh, Drunky the Bear changed his MySpace profile picture. Oh, hold on oh. a second. I got to get yeah, over there. You got to check that when I go back. Mm-hmm. I, like exciting. When, I like when Deuce Show gets, comes in because it gives us a chance to get caught up on MySpace. MySpace.com slash ELGFE7. E-L-G-E-F-E-7. By the way, I'm also... J-Dubs 517. I'm also uh, chatting uh, with the lovely CJ. Ooh. Hideout mm-hmm. hair chick. Getting some nice dirty info. She's on my oh, list. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. But maybe some people in here. Hmm. 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 Travis on 95, you're in the hideout. We got Travis. You ready? Let's do it. All right. I, I don't know if we have to, but I guess uh, he showed up. All right, here we go. Here's Deuce Show with the game. <laughs> All right. I feel real great about this game, guys. <laughs> Josh Howard, Steve Nash, Marquise Daniels, Dirk Nowitzki. All right, I know this one. I know this one. Now you're pandering. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what do you got? Uh, man, you know, I've known, like, about three out of four of them except for this one. I'm going to just guess uh, Steve Nash. That's correct. You're a winner. <laughs> the other three are current Dallas Mavericks. Uh, nice. That's a former one. Hold on, Travis. Good for you. Um, I, I Well, people are calling for the game. Because they love it. They just want to win prizes. Oh, that's right. <laughs> we just throw a prize blowout. I understand. All right, so Travis is a winner. All right, I got to make sure Fathead gets all this correct. Otherwise, he's just going to hang up on people. Fathead, go big. Real big. What's that from? How many more we got? <laughs> it's a Fathead commercial. How many questions do you have? I've got more. But if we only, if we only have one more, I'll take the one I thought was the best. Don't threaten But I think I have three more. Jonathan and Leesburg, you're in the hideout. You ready, Jonathan? Yeah, I'll take Beefeater. <laughs> 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 All right, here we go. Here's Douche. Okay, uh, Daron. Amanda Page, Cassia Riley, Destiny Davis, Jillian Grace. Uh, Cassia Riley. 
I am very impressed. Do you know why? I have no idea who these whores are. Do you know who it is, I sir? Either. I just guessed. Oh, uh, that's a good guess. Jillian Grace. No, he was right. Cassie O'Reilly was correct. Okay. What is it? Uh, they were all playmates, and Cassie O'Reilly is a penthouse pet. Uh, have you been listening to the show today? Yeah. No, not, not you, Darone. Yeah, we talked to her at 8 o'clock. Cassie O'Reilly. Are you kidding me? No. Uh, thanks for listening to the show. <laughs> I appreciate it. We did 15 minutes of a badass interview. She's so hot. Yeah, we, <laughs> we talked to her. I asked her about anal. She looks like she would like it. Physically. Yeah, if you go back on the archive, we aren't lying, Darone. You come here and look at my history, you can see sexycassia.com. I would just like to take this time to give Dub special props uh, for adding the small wonder pick to his MySpace hey, page. No problem. And I want to say hello to all my new friends who just added me in the last 45 seconds since I mentioned my profile. So uh, when do we start the game show? Also, if you add me, you can see pictures of Dreyfus and Boners to Bone. And Virgil. No, Virgil's off there now. Oh, you did? Yeah, I, I changed it to shows of the 80s. Oh, well. Is Dexter on there? No. Uh, but uh, Mr. Belvedere is. Oh, okay. That's understandable. All right, I got this on the, uh, the AOL, wizard. AOL Instant Messenger from K-Mike, our, our good buddy. He said, damn it, I stopped paying attention when Deuce Chill started talking, and I missed you talking about my Photoshops. I'm sorry. Even if Deuce Chill's talking, you still want to pay attention. It just means we don't have to. It's it's our we we call it our break time. I didn't think that was a Photoshop. So we're gonna come back with the hideout door prize blowout. Uh four oh seven nine one six one oh four one. What are you talking about? We just did it. Time to play we a game. Did, we just finished talking about movies, right? Like the top movies for two thousand six. This segment was about MySpace. Oh, that's right. J Dub's five one seven. Mm-hmm. I I haven't gotten to add uh, Cassia yet. I should do that. You really didn't. You don't listen to the show, dude. No, I was busy. That's why I wasn't here. Busy what? Coming up with this crappy and game? And the thing that angers me so much is there was a huge list. Take a break. We come back. Hey, <laughs> Fathead Gibbs, clear the phone lines. I believe we're looking for a qualifier. Fathead, go big. It's the Hideout Real Real Radio big. 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Half and dubs. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Um, by the way, congratulations, Scott Leonard of Deltona, now qualified for the MSF. Harley-Davidson, Orlando Harley-Davidson um, basic uh, rider course. And we'll draw the winners. Three winners. Been getting qualified for just about a week now. Be three winners coming up on uh, on Thursday. All right, I'm on Cassius page. I'm gonna add her real fast. Let's be friends, Cassia. Let's be friends. Um, oh, come on. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. A lot still to get done tonight in the hideout too, J Dubs. I'm eating these little Debbies right now. Mm-hmm. Have you ever got like that tingle in your head and mouth? From having too much sweet chocolate. Yeah. No, that's what I'm getting right now. Tommy Tommy lives for that. That's his buzz. I don't get that buzz. No? You've no. got to be dead to it at this point. Possibly. Does anybody have any more cherry coke? That does. A cherry coke sounds great right now. Mm. I just had a star crunch and a cherry coke sounds great. Slightly slushy. Oh. Mm. That's when you know you've had too many little dubbies when you're getting a head buzz from them. 
You can never have too many little Debbies until her mom finds out. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, Deuce Chill Daron is here. And speaking of Deuce Chill, I just wanted to play this real fast. This is from a couple of weeks ago, I think. And um, actually, maybe it was last week. Okay. And I guess Queen Latifah went on to pr- promote her movie under Regis and Phil, uh, Regis and Kelly or whatever the show is. Mm-hmm. And uh, listen to this uncomfortableness. I'm working on the next one. Hopefully, it'll be out around May. And I'm also working on kind of a hip hop R&B joint too. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's only a matter of time before you become a rapper. Yes, I'm hoping to. Really? Yeah, I really like rap. It's, yes. just, it's just a matter of time before you touch that genre. <laughs> she started out that way. As a rapper? Yes. <laughs> All right, now, Chunks uh, was talking in our ear in the middle of it. Yeah, so I, think I mean, he... it's a short clip, Chunks. You don't have to yell at us because we need to be able to hear what's going on in the clip. Play it one more time, Chunks, so you don't manage to talk right at the worst moment. I'm working on the next one. Hopefully, it'll be out around May, and I'm also working on kind of a hip-hop R&B joint, too. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's only a matter of time before you become a rapper. Yes, I'm hoping to. Really? Yeah. I really like rap. It's, yeah. just, it's just a matter of time before you touch that genre. <laughs> She started out that way. As a rapper? Yes! What a feeble old man. Now, it's not even about that, because I think Regis still has it together. But I just love how out of touch he is. Well, especially with the guest that he is uh, interviewing. You know, you'd think you would uh, look up kind of some kind of bio on her right before she comes on, that uh, that little femme uh, producer of his. Now, I know, Gellman. like... Gellman, yes. You and I occasionally have uh, had interviews, and we didn't know anything about them. Mm-hmm. Like when we talked to Chubby Checker, we just asked him about the twist over and over again. <laughs> and then it was uncomfortable uh, silence, and then we just moved on. All right, Chubby, uh, we'll talk to you later. So, um, yeah, thanks, Chubbs. That was really, really nice of you. Um, I, I think it's odd, though, that some people don't even know Queen Latifah started out. As a rapper. Well, she really didn't stay at it that long. She jumped pretty quick over into the acting. U-N-I-T-Y, baby. It spells unity. U-N-I-T-Y. It spells unity. Did she have any other hits? No. Living single theme. That's true. I guess the living single theme does count. Hey, while we're just kind of playing audio, Chunks, on that same uh, uh, disc right there, What do I want to go to first? In chunks, make sure you talk over it to us the whole time so we have no idea what's going on with (laughs) it. That'd be great. Uh, Missed the punchline in our ears. I know everybody else got to hear it, but I specifically told Dubs, I want to wait and play it for you on air. And then you ruined it. And that's going to cost you $10 for a car wash for uh, for Tommy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right, play track three real fast. This is Al Gore yelling about the president. If his attempt to dramatically expand executive power goes unquestioned, then our constitutional design of checks and balances will be lost. A special counsel should be immediately appointed by the Attorney General to remedy the obvious conflict of interest that prevents him from investigating what many believe are serious violations of law by the President. If he would have showed that kind of emotion in 2000, maybe he could have won. Yeah, he'd Instead be a, of going up there acting like a robot every day. I, it, it sucks that it takes that loss for you to realize, oh, uh, you know what? My uh, people skills suck. Douche. 
you're going to finally have to get a loss to realize it's not working for you either? Haven't had enough already. Or should we just call you Douche Gore now? <laughs> no. Mr. Monaco. Al Chill. Al Chill. Here in the hideout. What do you got, Al Chill? It's not my name. You you're raise just your... one long sigh. What I was going to say... It's just a sigh. You're a human sigh. Have you noticed... Douche sigh. <laughs> yeah, douche sigh. Have you noticed that... Thanks for repeating it. Have you noticed that... Go, Bert. Uh, I'm not talking over Fat Man over there. <laughs> Will you give him one of these little Debbies to shut him up, please? Give him a little Debbie. What did you notice, Theron? And when I, whenever... What? I... I'm sorry. I'm having some real problems with this board today. I, I apologize. <laughs> Go ahead, Dushel. I'm waiting, dude. You can't sit here. We can't have dead air when oh, we're sitting here trying to talk to you. Get on the mic. Get on the mic. Be a professional. I want to know what you Quit have to add. Yeah, come on. Come on over, you sissy. Pull come. up your wet panties and let's go. Whenever any of these... Tuck the string and talk. <laughs> Turn my mic off, Tommy. Thank you. It's on. And no, talk. No, just talk. Go. Go. Dude, you're leaving dead air. I'm just going to get cut off anyway. Go. Whenever one, whenever one of these... Hide the red spot and just go on and go. 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 Richard and Melbourne, you're in the hideout <laughs> of the radio. What do you got, Richard? How you doing, guys? I'm enjoying you all evening. Thank you, buddy. Hey, I just wanted to say how you for all the jokes you could make about Al Gore, think where we are. This guy won by half a million votes, and we end up with the lamest president in history. And look where we are now. You know, and I'll, t- I'll take Al Gore boring any day. Yeah, I know, but what I'm saying is, if he could have showed that emotion in 2000, he would have won it. Yeah, because basically... Yeah, but, but you know some what he didn't show an emotion... The guy really did have an intellect. Well, yeah, he, he had something. Fun. He had something to say, but no way to deliver it. And that's, that's the problem. That was, and when yeah, but, when you are talking to the American people, and most of them are not political junkies, you have right. to go out there and show emotion. Richard, I couldn't agree with you more. There's no question who the smarter person oh, is, oh. who the person who would have been more into the job. You know, yeah, yeah. and just you know, like you know, to me, I'm amazed by just this week for to, to justify the means. The end. I mean, of killing this guy in Pakistan. We just drop a ton of bombs, kill a bunch of people. I mean, isn't that what the mob used to do? <laughs> isn't that what people do that are that you know they 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 have no morality? They just well, I got to achieve this goal. So shoot first, that's ask what, later. That's what Hitler did. I'm not going to compare did. it to Hitler, but shoot first, ask later. You know what I mean? Um. What was the other thing? Oh, then, uh, this is what I find kind of funny, too, just while we're on the topic of politics real fast. So, uh, Hillary Clinton comes out. Mm-hmm. And... The closet? No. Finally. No. I knew it! No. Looked a little butchy. Cankles. The cankles are disturbing. Like coffee cans. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Campbell's on them. <laughs> Soldiers. So, she says... Uh, that the uh, House of Representatives has been run like a plantation. <laughs> and she blasted uh, Bush, the Bush administration, as one of the, one of the worst administrations in the history of the United States. <laughs> and compared the Republican-controlled House of Representatives to a plantation where dissenting voices were 
squelched. Well, he does fall asleep watching Song of the South. Rounded. <laughs> now, here's the thing. I can't defend that. Even as a Democrat, I'm not going to sit here and try to defend it to you. I know that Al Sharp didn't understand what she was understood what she was saying. So I mean, if Al got it, then maybe others got it. I don't know. The thing that I find interesting though is that it's such a big story, and it's really being brought up by all these kind these white kind of uber Republican people of pointing at Hillary Clinton like, oh, you know, look at Hillary, look at her degradating or downplaying the importance of uh, of slavery or the plight of slavery. When normally these are people who wouldn't really give a crap about black folks and are probably anti-affirmative action and this, that, and the other, yet they see it as a convenient way of hopping on just to pile on well, to Hillary. Well, here's the thing. Uh, the, the Democratic Party is where most black people, people go. So anything to uh, kind of show black people that the Democratic Party might not be their party, they're going to do. Anytime uh, a... a uh, political member of the Democratic Party brings up a race at all, they're going to try to spin it against them. And yet the Republicans have no leg to stand on. Abe. Know. Yeah. Let's go, go back to him. That's what it is. I'm going to go back to uh, Abe. Yeah, they have to go back to Abe Lincoln, <laughs> all the way back to Abe Lincoln to find out anything that they've done good for black people. Uh, don't forget the Republican Party was the party that freed the slaves. Oh, boy. Been beating them down ever since. <laughs> right. 407-916-104 and 888-978-104. Let's take a break. Come back. Dubs, um, it's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. I'm joined now by our senior correspondent, Rob Cordry. Rob, thanks for joining us. <laughs> kids love policy analysis. I, I think you heard that. Anyway. <laughs> uh, is President Bush being a little disingenuous in his call for an open and honest debate? Absolutely not, John. The president not only sincerely encourages open debate, in fact, he insists on it. Rob. <laughs> the president himself is drawing the guidelines, saying uh, the debate has to be responsible. You can't mention oil interests or regional interests or even intelligence failures. Yes, well, John, the debate itself has to be responsible. <laughs> What then is left to discuss? Oh, well, John, where do I start? Uh, are we liberators in Mesopotamia or freedom givers? Uh, should we should we really have invaded Iraq or should we have done the whole region? And by the way, John, I just want to say thank God I live in a country where I can even bring this stuff up. But, but isn't it in, uh, isn't it in the, the country's best interest to some extent to examine why we went to war? Uh, let's face it, Rob, the intelligence was faulty. Whoa, 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 John, why, why not just pull out the couch and get a banana daiquiri for the enemy? <laughs> but these are, these are relevant questions that speak to the administration's credibility. Oh, 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 yes, Mr. Zarqawi, would you like a table by the window? You, you deny it's worth discussing what even the Pentagon admits was inadequate body armor for the troops. Oh, 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 John, John. What, what's, what's in my hands? Look what's in my hands. It's Osama bin Laden's b and you're cupping them. Cupping Osama's b with that kind of talk. 
the criticism of the administration off the table. Hey, John, it's not like, there's not even a point to be having this debate. John, you cannot reason with these people. They have a fixed agenda they mean to pursue no matter what. The terrorists. Of course, John. They are radical ideologues with a penchant for aggression who profoundly misjudge the character of the American people. The terrorists. Yes, John! Yes, why do you keep naming the antecedent to my pronoun? It's grammatically unnecessary. So, you're saying that there is an open debate to be had? Yeah, definitely. John, this is America. And in America, you're welcome to say whatever he wants. Rob, I, I really do... John, 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 John. All right. Rob Corger, everybody. We'll, we'll be right back after this. A Daily Show, uh, just a little clip from a couple of nights ago. That really is the, I, I say we're the funniest night show in America. I went, that's, for, that's for radio. <laughs> but as far as television is concerned. I, that might be the funniest one-hour block on television, uh, The Daily Show and then The Colbert Report. Uh, I love Colbert Report. You missing right. it, Matt? Yeah, I missed that show and I missed The Shield. I missed Kate. Yeah. I miss pardon the interruption. We don't have I cable even miss at around my place. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Start making some money and we'll get cable. I miss Bob Ryan. You have you have no reason to uh now you have uh, some sort of a uh, motivation. Yeah, whatever. To get out and make money. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1, half and dubs. And then you can pay for cable and have no time to watch it. It's great. Exactly. I love it. Wonderful. I don't have time to watch I don't even watch TV anymore. I barely do either. I watch uh, a couple shows when I go home. Yeah, I got everything. But usually while I'm looking up stuff on the t on the uh, internet. I I found that I can't work with any sort of noise now. Oh really? Yeah, I just can't do it anymore. No I, TV, no radio, no nothing. I need something playing in the background for me just to zone out and. But you're usually listening to Savage Garden or something, right? <laughs> exactly. Why Savage Garden? Well, uh, are you a Savage Garden fan? No, not really. I just remember that they had a couple big hits and. Now that I have DSL, I can download stuff really fast. <laughs> so you, I went, have... you went and looked up Savage Garden? Exactly. I have nothing else to do. There's no cable. I can't watch anything I want to watch. You've hit rock bottom, my friend. It only took you three days to hit rock bottom of entertainment. When you're sitting there and you're downloading <laughs> Savage Garden. That's the song I got. Uh, this is? Yeah. I got another one, Are you too. digging it? You know, hits the heart. You got another one? Because there's only one on the computer back here. I don't. I can't name the other one. What's the other one in there? I think the other one was the bigger hit. No, there's only one in our computer. Yeah, there's only Truly Madly Deeply. And they have it four times for some reason. Maybe they're different remixes. And they have four of the same Savage Garden songs in the computer, but they're bitching about the room we're taking up with our things. But they can't, they can't clear out three of the Savage Gardens. Are they really bitching about the stuff that we're taking up? I see emails from time to time. It doesn't make me happy. I usually just delete them. I found some more. All right, give me another one. That uh, I want you. That's the one. That's the one that was a big hit when I was at Mix 100. I think this is the bigger hit, though. Really? Yeah. No, this was the one. This is the one where he's talking all fast. Oh, yeah. Did you download this one, too? I'm not sure. Turn this one up. You'll hear this one. You're going to have to go get this one now. Oh, I don't have this one. I got a different one. <laughs> this was the big hit. Both of them were. Did you carry a lot? 
Chicka Cherry Cola. I don't like this one. I prefer the other Savage Garden. <laughs> you prefer the other one? Yeah. You oh, mean yeah. you prefer the gayer Savage Garden? I like the well, ballads. if you're going to listen to a gay song, you might as well go up all out. Like gonna, the right said Fred. I'm going to start uh, downloading Train. Oh. <laughs> Drops of Jupiter. <laughs> Meet Virginia. This song reminds me When you play Meet Virginia, you might as well say goodbye to Vagina. Because you've given up. She only drinks coffee at midnight. Um, 407-916-1041, You know what? I have an idea for a game show. And this is my idea, my idea only. I say we all write down songs that we're afraid to admit that we like. Oh, someone's <laughs> mic got cut off. Hey, you know what? That is a good idea. I'm going to be a bit busy tomorrow uh, prepping for the show, so why don't you get that together then? <laughs> Everybody send their emails to Hefe. So here's my idea for a game show, because Matt likes the Savage Garden. We'll all write down songs that we're embarrassed to admit that we like, and then we'll bring them in and we'll have people guess. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm confused. Price. I thought you liked Randy Savage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you like that idea? I'm glad I thought of it. 407-916. Very original. I like that. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're a broad thinker. I'll tell you something, George the Animal Steel. Brother. <laughs> ah, it's Hogan. Uh, he, they all sound the same. Randy me. Savage never said brother. Maybe the Macho uh, King did. Yeah, actually, he did a lot. He, they all said brother. Uh-huh. They're all gay. <laughs> yeah, is brother like the gayest lingo you can use in a sentence? Hey, what's up, brother? Probably. Hey, brother. For a white guy. Hey, brother. Hey, hefe, brother. Hey, brother. I actually know brother might be a little gay. <laughs> Broham. <laughs> or mihente. <laughs> Adam in Winter Park, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. Hey there. What you got? What do you... Oh, God. I, I, I'm scared to tell everybody, but... Uh, one of my favorite songs to listen to must be the one for the uh, Ghost Town DJs. It goes a little something like... I don't remember that one. I don't know. Do you remember that one? Uh, I have an audible version of okay, it. Okay, go ahead. Ghost Town DJs. Yeah, it's a very poppy song. It's, you'll get it when it, there's no hook in here, but it'll get to it in about two seconds. I wish it were two seconds from now. That helped for the radio. I think I, I think, Boy, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I, all right, you know what? I think I do, and you're right. This is if you're a guy, you can't like this one. This is songs to give handies to. Oh. Oh, damn, this is a good sample though. Are you gonna go get now? The yeah, you. What's this song? Why don't you uh, get some Chamba Wamba while you're at it? I think I have a tape for that. Hey Dubs, you were telling me about another song too. Um, new release? Yeah. Uh, right said Fred, the creator of I'm Too Sexy, has released an album over in the UK. Oh, I thought oh, there's that one, and then there was also a cover song. Oh yeah. Um. I was listening to our sister sta- uh, station, 106.7, this weekend, and I heard Frankie J doing more than words. Oh, that? Oh, God, I hate him. I cannot believe that they would remake Extreme, Extreme more than words. Did he grow his hair out? 
I don't know. I I haven't seen a I haven't seen him since actually I saw him on the Regis show. This is it. In the video, he makes the most disgusting bases during while singing it, while hitting every note. And he really didn't change the song up at all. He made it awful. It was pretty awful before. What's he saying at the beginning? I think he said Daddy Quinn. That last guy sounded pretty gay. This is out on the radio? Oh. He does have a tight white ass. <laughs> I'm not even hitting it like... No. I'd be making love to a man. He's like doing that kind of mumbly thing. I'll tell you what, if I were making love to a man, this would be the uh, song we'd listen to. Of course it would. Well, we're Maybe I'm ready to take on dudes. Extra bass. Well, I'm giving him a hickey. I would much rather have it on my face than my junk. I let me ask, you, let me ask you something. Is that maybe a gayer thing you could do than actually make out with a man? Is give him a hickey? Give him a love mark? Yeah. That happened I, at my high school. What? Two dudes? Yeah, they were like the really popular guys too. Like everyone was like, oh, those guys are like you know the coolest ever, and all the girls liked him. And then they got drunk at some party and gave each not just hickeys, but like these humongous the purple hickeys. ones. I mean, it was like like two inches by two inches. Looked like a rash. Um, probably was. All right, the swami rash. The swami says you want mo? Just play whatever ringtones are on Dubs' cell phone. Please. Can, well, I, get some, can I get some Eddie money? Toto. <laughs> hey, Fatty's taking some shots at you, Dubs. Yeah, well, Tell Chubby to shut up. She likes music she can eat too, like cheeseburger in paradise. I'm glad she could you know, reach her, you know, get a reaching stick. Chris in Wildwood, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Chris? Hey, uh, I can't believe I'm going to admit this on the radio, but how about Daughters from John Mayer? Uh, it's one of those kind of songs you're afraid to. I've never heard Daughters by John Mayer. Yeah, well, you ought to listen to it. it. It's one of those you listen to to get a girl, but you never want to admit to your guy friends that you, you really like. This is very uh, college pop. And you know what's funny, too, Chris, is that guys will do that all the time. Anything to get laid, you'll even listen to John Mayer, go to the stupid concert, and spend $80 on tickets. One Sitting song on I don't like to admit to is uh, Paula Cole's Cowboy. Or that, whatever that song's called. Get the hell out of here. It's, uh, what is it? <laughs> Paula Cole's Cowboy. I, what I do just, you think of this? Alright, do we have a uh, cowboy for Matt? We don't have Paula Cole Cowboy? No. All we have by her is. I don't want to wait. Mumbleoki. Hey, oh. this song sucks. <laughs> it's not a guilty pleasure song. It's a, I hate this song. Why? Because every time I hear it, it acts use of heartbreak and rage. You might. You already got points in the car wash, man. time. Yeah, wasn't this about you and a girl in a car wash or something? <laughs> But you were the only one that got wet. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a hose for him to get a girl. It's a hideout from Radio 104.1.
coming up next on The Hideout. Maybe we'll continue with this. Some of the uh, songs that uh, you're afraid to admit to. Since I came up with that game show idea that we'll play tomorrow. Also, we'll bring in Jason Bunch and uh, Movie Mike from the movie Coming Attractions. Uh, they got the website up, and we'll, we'll chat with them. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. It is El Jefe and J-Dubs. We are uh, live on a Tuesday night. Um, coming up in about, uh, I don't know, 20 minutes, uh, your last chance tonight to get qualified for the Orlando Harley Basic Rider course, as I am taking a class, and three lucky people will be taking it with me. In a second, we'll chat with Movie Mike and also uh, Jason Bunch from the movie uh, covering attractions. What's the website real fast? Let's go and kick that out, Jason. The website? That website would be comingattractionsthemovie.com. Coming attractions. That's comingattractionsthemovie.com. The movie. All right, we got to get that up on the website ASAP on the hideout page. Comingattractionsthemovie.com. Perfect. Um, right now, though, we're in the middle of a very serious discussion. Uh, there's really most songs that you're afraid to admit that you like. Um, some of them that have been thrown out there. Somebody wanted to say uh, Every Rose Has Its Thorn. Yeah. That one. But and, it's uh, a power ballad, though. Is it? It's... All power ballads are one of my guilty pleasures. I, I bought the Monster Ballad CDs. I rock out to them. Why don't you just ask me? I have like 99% of those songs. What, can I get some of them? Well, you already bought it. Well, I, it's all scratched the hell. I bought it back in like 97. Yeah, Matt Albert. Uh, Sarah McLachlan's Remember. That's a good one. Yeah, it's a good, it's that a good song. That always makes me cry, too. It's just so sentimental. I can't help it. What, uh, what's it about? It's You'll know it if you hear it. It's but just I remembering will. past experiences. Yeah, movie Mike. <laughs> Could he see the line from it? Yeah, here he goes. Now, what makes you sad about it? Is this you talking to a, a hostess cupcake? Little Debbie. <laughs> you don't even know the song. Destro, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Destro? Hey, what's going on, fella? Hey. Hey, the first thing I want to know is, uh, does Dell pull the mullet wig out the closet and we listen to, listen to that Monster Ballad CD? I tell you, my uh, my neck feels cold from not having one. Oh, uh, man, okay. I listen nah. to it. All right, but my beard doesn't taste as good. <laughs> All right, the, the most song that I like, it's a song by India Ari. I can't think of the name of it, but it go it's it's something like I'm not the average girl from your video. And I'm not I think it's I think like it, isn't it called Video Girl or Video? I don't know what, the, but I love that song though. All right. <laughs> now, is it wrong for a guy just to like any chick songs? Yeah, chick songs uh, when a chick sing, it's really tough. Erica Badu's uh, Tyrone. Ugh, that's a good move. That's a good. You don't like Erica Badu? No. Why? I just never have liked her. Racist? I don't know. Yes, that's why Matt Albert's one of my best friends. That makes a lot of sense. Actually, we've we've commented on this before. You like Matt Albert on the Instant Messenger. You hate him in person. <laughs> I hate everybody in person. Exactly. I've gotten used to it. I expect to be hit or shunned every time I see him. I'm like, hey, can Matt come over and stay at your place? No, God. That's because I don't like people. <laughs> no. Exactly. <laughs> Kenny and Melbourne, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Kenny? Yeah, I got the most embarrassing song for you. Mm-hmm. Always by Bon Jovi. Always is a great one. 
do you like that one, Dubs? Is that one of your favorite that ones? That is one of my favorite, my uh, all-time favorite Mo songs. I used to uh, drive through downtown Thoughtville, Michigan, windows down, just blasting always. I like that video, though. Yeah? Yeah, do you remember the video? No, I don't remember the oh, video. Oh, it was these two hot chicks. That's actually the chick that I picked number one overall last year in the fantasy draft. Oh, really? Draft. Yeah, her and this other They start fighting over some, like, douchebag guy, and, like, they're both, like, half-naked. <laughs> Guilty pleasure songs in the hideout. I'd hate to pick another Toto song, but Rosanna. That's a good song. Yeah, that is a good song. It's about Rosanna Arquette. The, is it really? Yeah. The, uh, the drummer, the guitar player wrote it about her. How old is she to be have a Toto song about her? <laughs> she's like 40. She's like 45. She's old. Like really? Age has hit her hard. No, that was me. <laughs> I didn't know Rosanna was about Rosanna Arquette. This is a good song. I don't know the words, but I groove to it every time I hear it. Are you, you just a douchebag pro- brother? Are you just a product of the eighties then? Yeah. I uh I love Tears for Fears. <laughs> you know. Everybody wants to. Everybody wants to rule the world is my favorite song of all time. You're just like from, you're the, from, the, from the movie Real Genius. I love the ending of that movie just or, for that song. Or from the beginning of the uh, what's that? Uh, the uh, HBO show. Dan Miller. Oh yeah. yeah. Playing pool. Or, I don't want to go off on a rant here, but <laughs> or uh, girls just want to have fun from the Goonies. I mean that's a great song. All right, Lester Big Hand says he loves Duran Duran, Hungry Like the Wolf. Mo. So the Swami. That's just because she's starving at all times. This is a good song, actually. I had Duran Duran's greatest hits. <laughs> I think I like Duran Duran. I will crush anybody in 80s music trivia except maybe Matt. Well, I don't know. Me and Matt Albert might be close. Anything in hair metal, I will crush anybody. I have an idea for a game show. Hmm. Someone challenges such an Tommy Bateman. <laughs> Shut it. To 80s uh, music trivia. Uh, yeah, movie we'll up with that? A, I'll do it, and B, how about St. Elmo's Fire? You know, Ooh. the theme song. Yes. Which is the theme to the... Is that the theme, the theme song? Yeah, or? Same old, is it yeah it's like, I can hear the music calling St. Elmo's Fire. Yeah. I feel straight after his. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Alright, this is. I don't know if this is. Yeah, does that guess this would count? Ordinary World? Duran Duran? It's a great seduction song, actually. You know, the other one that's good, too, is Come Undone from them. Yeah. That's a great one to get the, the to get laid with the chicks. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Which, which is why I have the CD at home. Um. One of mine? Police, uh, message in a bottle. So gay, so great. Anything by the police, really. It's these songs that are, um, kind of ashamed to admit, the guilty pleasure songs. 
OMD, how bizarre. And, Please uh, die. I used to love die. that song. I used to sing, I used to hear that thing on a loop. Just that and uh, uh, Fly by Sugar Ray. Oh. And that one summer was just over and over in my head. That was my summer at Mix 100. <laughs> Alright, now I got this one from Tommy Bateman. That guy snagged my seat and headphones. I don't want to be a dick and ask him to move. Do that's, you need anything else from me tonight? That's Daron. Oh. <laughs> I guess you're talking about Jason Bunch, the director of the movie Coming Attractions. Coming Attractions of the movie.com. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? <laughs> and we wait. TikTok. Get it going. I couldn't hear what you said. What's up? <laughs> God, you suck. I didn't have my headphones because someone took them. We write, we write your IM. Well, I'm, I'm watching from this room. Are you room. on the delay? I'm watching back here in the main studio, and Chunks is like, here, sit here and use these headphones. And? And? That was my seat and headphones. <laughs> The one that the movie director's sitting in? Yeah, I was trying to be polite. That's why I typed it to you. I wasn't making a big deal of it. You called him a dick. Yeah. I, said, I, I said, I don't want to be a dick. That dick snagged my seat and headphones. <laughs> That's not what it says. Come read it. What are you talking about? And Come I don't want to ask him to move. Do you need anything else from me tonight? He yeah. kept saying the same thing. Remember when he was in the booth here earlier, like except looking for at one, me? Except for one word. Uh, Come read this screen. It's right here. I'll right, take Cafe's word for it. We're in the middle of a conversation here. It's not all about you. That's why I typed it. <laughs> uh, do we have OMD? Or OPP? That's a great one. You can be... Eric in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Eric? Hey, what's going on, guys? Yo, dude. I got two for you. All right. What about uh, Meatloaf? I'll do anything for love. Yeah. Oh, that's that's, a, so hot. that's yeah. a nice ballad, too. Absolutely. Yeah. And what about the new kids in the block? If you didn't listen to them, the girls wouldn't talk to you. No, that, that actually is a good point. Uh, but the meatloaf one is that every guy... I think that's one that every guy is willing to admit. Two out of three ain't bad. Now, that's another meatloaf song I don't I, I still think that... Hefe uh, thought of I that as anything. a game one time, but he never used it a year later. Oh, I missed that. <laughs> oh, yeah, two out of three. Great Shocking. game. Shocking. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's right. That was a crappy one. Name the three members of Green Day. Quick. No, two of the three. <laughs> that sounds a lot like Deuce Chill's game. Odd no. man out. No, you have to name two. <laughs> <laughs> Mike in Winter Park, you're in the hideout. What do you have, Mike? What's up, fellas? Uh, I think I got one for you. Uh, Madonna, Like a Prayer. I love it at the end when she's making out with the black Jesus. That's my favorite part, and then and then she drinks a Pepsi just to uh, wash down his uh, love juices. You guys gotta love that. <laughs> well, Jesus' uh, saliva tastes like spit. I mean, it tastes like well, a coke. Yeah. So, oh, you have to wash down with the Pepsi. All right, Al. Uh, eight eight five says any Journey song. Wheel in the sky for me. I can't get enough Wheel in the sky. When the lights went down is my one of my top ten. They're the ones who built the city on rock and roll, right? No. Starship. Not Starship. Get it right. I, I'm i younger than you and I know more than Sad. Well, that's because you have gray hair and somehow it all translates. Because you look like you're 45. Just because you don't know who Annie Lennox is, don't be mad. She covered a Marilyn Manson song, right? 
Yes. It went that way, not the other way around. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. What is this song? Open oh, Arms. Yeah, this is the good one from Journey. Open Arms. Right? I like Wheel on the Sky better. What's the other fast, upbeat one where they're dancing in the garage? And they're walking down the... Uh, Train tracks? Separate Ways. Separate Ways. I mean, that's the better Journey I remember song. Separate Ways. I probably would when I heard it, but... Do we have Separate Ways? I'd be playing it if we did. <laughs> oh, sorry, director. Um, let's go to Jonathan and Leesburg. Hey, I actually got two. One of them is uh, Dido. Please don't go. Yeah, anything with Dido, just because it's so close to uh, Dildo. Dildo. And then another one just is on uh, Somebody by Depeche Mode. Uh, you know, that's what's funny about Depeche Mode. It's a great band, but if you're a guy, you really can't admit to it because of the gay 80s. The Gaties. Dio. Anything by Dio. Oh, Ryan James Dio? <laughs> I just... Isn't he actually... Gay? Just yeah. The, just the way he looks. He's such a small man, too. Yeah. He's like five feet tall. He's your overlord. <laughs> hey, who's... <laughs> who's the other one? Um, Wasn't... Shh, shh. Danzig? What kind of voice is that? He's your overlord. <laughs> Come into his castle. Hey, remember Billy Squire? Yeah. Uh, Wasn't he? Here's another one that was also questionable as mm. to... Uh, yeah, he had that stroke. massage parlor here. It was $65, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, this is not even... Yeah, anybody who likes Billy Squire... Billy Madison does. How about uh, the uh, Simple Minds, uh, um, Don't You Forget About Me? What was that, Breakfast Club? Breakfast Club. Did you know he was married to the uh, singer of the Pretenders? Really? Yes. <laughs> Do you have all this I hate knowledge? you for knowing that. Thanks, you. <laughs> I hate me for knowing it. <laughs> Do you have all this knowledge from your days as a DJ in London? Yes. Scouring uh, used record shops back in the day. For the next upcoming band. When you broke the band Oasis? Yes, they owe me a lot. In 97? 96. I talked to uh, Noel recently. He's doing well. The unibrows were his idea. Uh, Who's, Noel's or Hefe's? <laughs> okay, I don't have. What about Deuce Chill? Deuce Chill's also around. He already left. Though. Yeah, he left. He's mad. Is he? Right. Yeah, he's like, because of that dick, now I'm in a lot of trouble. <laughs> All right, Andy K says, how about Foolish Beat by Debbie Gibson? I need Debbie Gibson. I don't think you can be a guy. What about Tiffany? Uh, any, oh. any of those ones. About me. Joe in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Joe? Hey, what's up, guys? How y'all doing? The jock. All right. Just had a, a real embarrassing one for you that I know everybody likes because every time it comes on, everybody dances to it. Um, would have to be uh, Boy George and the Culture Club, Karma Chameleon. Oh, yeah, Karma, Karma, Karma Chameleon. Uh, and I was thinking of another one, too. Uh, uh-huh. Aha! Uh, yeah, take on me. That's the one. <laughs> I love that. And he's just song. sitting there with that really creepy uh, snapping of his fingers. You in know, the video. You know what's really sad is I asked Matt Albert. I go, "Hey, name a song you want me to come back with." And he actually said, "Take on me today." I'm not kidding at all. <laughs> Here it is, Matt. This one's for you. Bring it like you're coming back from break, Matt. Go ahead. He's <laughs> just sitting here playing the air piano. Really, I thought he was sketching a, a guy that he was going <laughs> to hang out with at the diner. 
Hey, what about that song by John Mellencamp, that Wild Nights with the bald-headed chick in it? Ah. <laughs> Wild Nights have fallen. This is a great tune. I think this shows... The, and this is also one of the biggest one-hit wonder bands ever. Take on me. Oh, I want, I want to hear uh, Matt hit the high note. You're the high out on road radio. What do you hey, got? What's going on? Hey, first real quick, I would destroy Bateman in any 80s on trivia. I think it, we're it gonna, wouldn't even, it, it wouldn't even be close. Uh, here's what we're gonna have to do. Then we're gonna have to get this one together. Bateman, you obviously can't put together the questions, can you? I'll put together the questions. All right, we'll perfect. have it for tomorrow. Uh, what else you got, Mariner? Uh, uh, all right, not to sound super mo, but uh, Tony Basil's old Mickey. Every time I hear that song, I gotta, oh. I gotta start singing along. I just think it's because you think of the times when it was on MTV or VH1, and she's dancing around, and she was kind of hot, but not, and yeah. in that skirt. No six really thick cheerleaders that really weren't that hot, just kind of bulldyke. Ah, oh, the good times. <laughs> good times. What about this one? Oh, come on, Eileen. I'd love to. Uh, <laughs> was that what her name was? She was asleep. I really, I really didn't ask her. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> name I had in my head. Yeah. After I choked her out, <laughs> really no need. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104. Shut up. Row Radio. Don't you speak. Row Radio 104.1. I will kill you. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Last qualification for the night. Curtis Narcissian of Winter Springs. For the MSF Basic Rider course at Orlando Harley-Davidson. Only four more qualifications that will happen tomorrow. And then Thursday we draw the winners of the three people who will be taking the class with me the mornings of the 23rd through the 25th at Orlando Harley-Davidson. And here in about 15 minutes of the four qualifiers we got tonight, we will uh, draw a winner of a $50 gift certificate to Orlando Harley-Davidson. Raymond and Coco Beach are in the hideout. What do you got, Raymond? Um, okay, joining us in the hideout, uh, old friends of ours, who will show up and then disappear and then show up again, mm-hmm. just out of nowhere. Never know when they're going to be around. But it's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. They're those kind of friends where when they do show up, you don't really mind it. Uh, it's Movie Mike and uh, Jason Bunch, the director of Coming Attractions, comingattractionsthemovie.com. It is, uh... Yeah, like I was telling Mike, I like to really think of it more as just a very, very short miniseries. Right. More than a movie. Um, what do you, uh, what's the latest with the movie? Are we done yet? Yeah, actually, it's, uh, we're down to the last, like, week, week and a half. We're just doing some audio stuff, uh, a couple of digital effects being finished, and, uh, it's, like, almost finished, so we're getting ready to go to L.A. in a couple of weeks and, uh, never be heard from again. Now, now, here's <laughs> the, uh, yeah, and we'll never see you again. Um, here's the great thing about the, uh, the movie, uh, coming at because it's been a while since we talked to you, and, and there's so many new listeners. Get people caught up on what the movie is. Well, it's, uh, it's a movie that we made here in Orlando, and uh, we shot a little bit in Cocoa Beach, a little bit in Miami, but it's uh, sketch comedy. It's um, We did it kind of like an independent two-string budget kind of movie, you know. 
just a bunch of local people got together, got some crazy ideas together, and uh, we got some some people involved. And uh, now we're you know we're getting done, and we're we're getting a lot of interest. It's kind of kind of nuts. What are some of the bigger names that got involved in that? Uh, movie Mike, uh, for yes. Stars, yes. uh, J uh, Dubs. El and J Dubs. Exactly. Oh, you actually used my voice work. Yeah. I, I thought for sure it was going to end no, up no, on the no. cutting room floor. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted it to, and then we were contractually obliged, so it stayed no. No, that was cool. You guys, yeah, you guys did some voice parts in it, but, um, we got, like, Angie Everhart's in it, the supermodel, uh, mm-hmm. Dennis Rodman. Michael Winslow, Jackie Martling, James Hong. He's the guy on all the Bud Light commercials right now that are playing during the playoff games. The crazy Chinese guy that's beating everyone with a stick. <laughs> that guy, he's crazy. He's, he's yeah. really funny in real life, though. Oh, the other thing, too, that's sad is that Pat Morito. Yeah, let, um, since I've been here last, uh, Pat kind of uh, exited. And, uh, yeah, because Tommy just uh, typed me a question. Uh, will Pat Marino be at the uh, premiere? <laughs> will he do junkets? Uh, he, he will, but he'll be in a container about this size. And about that. <laughs> no, actually, and, uh, yeah, that's the Pat one thing Marino. that really sucks about it is I just literally the day I found out he died, he died on Thanksgiving, and uh, I literally just got done doing a voice recording session with some other actors for that scene, and ironically... In the scene, they're talking about how he, his character had passed away. And then I, I'm driving home, and someone calls me and tells me this. And I'm like, holy crap, you know, it was really... So basically, really you did it. It's your fault. It's the movie's yeah, fault. Yeah. I, I was sitting here blaming the Cobra Kai and, uh, <laughs> and Daniel's stupid bike. And this well, whole time it was that's you. the one thing, though, that really sucks is, I mean, we just pieced the thing together. Pat's got a lot of screen time. He did a, a parody of The Karate Kid where he is training a dwarf to fight. And <laughs> as funny as you could possibly imagine and pat just took it to like the extreme i mean he's drinking smoking his character swearing it's it's really funny what he did with it isn't that kind of who he is anyway is in real of... life he's a really he's nothing like um you know mr miyagi i was no, so I mean, surprised didn't, when he, didn't he die in vegas and everything that's where most of he yeah. spent most of his time yeah, and everything? yeah. in vegas and uh, i mean he was a really cool guy I took him out i remember taking him uh to the wing house when he was in town and i mean people loved him there it was crazy he was uh people just buying his shots left and right and of course he he wouldn't drink them, so I had to drink them all. But you know, he was uh, Chardonnay. That was his. That was his poison. I guess. This is, the website looks great, man. Comingattractionsthemovie.com. I'm sorry, I'm not participating. I'm actually just going through. And I would like to point out too, we have a trailer. We just got on there, and it's got a, a lot of pad footage on there. Okay. It's it's really funny stuff. We put like a two minute trailer on there that people can see. I noticed uh, three people were left off the uh, website, but I'm not going to bitch. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's a work in progress. I'm not going to complain about... They left off my full frontal nudity shot, too, Uh, I noticed. (laughs) Um, Damn it. It does. I'm going to have to check this out uh, whenever I I get home, because this is another reason, uh, Chunks, that I need this to be working in here. Oh, Jen. Jen Torture is in it. Nice. Yeah. yeah, she's funny too in it. She did a really good job. Yeah, it was a great scene that I shot with her. Oh, yeah, Mike got. If you remember, for to recap for everybody, Mike got his, a huge loogie spit in his mouth by Jen from the. Oh yeah. yeah, yes, it was fantastic. It was right around the time. And then when I saw it, when I saw it happen, I was like, wait, let's do it again. I got to shoot that for the movie. I didn't realize that you guys were into that, so we just did it. So, so tell me about. <laughs> yeah, right. It's a fetish. Tell me the. Uh... Tell me more about what you uh, what you got going on. Like, who's interested in it? Who's gonna pick it up? Well, it's weird because like we're an independent movie, and I mean I've had I've had uh, emails from like companies in Bulgaria, and I've got I get letters all the time and emails. It's like I feel like 
like some high school, you know, basketball star, and I got Indiana and Duke and North Carolina, all these people contacting me. Nice. Except, uh, you know, so I don't know. We got to go to L.A. We got some publicists and some different people we're going to meet with, and uh, we're going to just make a week out of it. Jackie's going to go with us, uh, Martling, to, uh, oh, nice. you know, just hang out and stuff. So, um, yeah, we'll just see, see what happens. You know, hopefully I have some good news to report soon. That's going to be fantastic, man. The, and the website does look good. Thanks, uh, thanks. Uh, coming attractions, the movie.com. Hefe, or, uh, I'm sorry, uh, me and Dubs. I'm so tired now. I'm so loopy. <laughs> You're uh, in the wall? Yeah. Um, we both did voiceovers for it because we are the two best radio voiceover talents oh, yeah. you could find in the nation. I was the perfect <laughs> man to say no and yes. <laughs> SBK did some as well. And so I'm really looking forward to this. And you know, it was just we were just talking earlier about the movies coming out in 06. Yeah. Um, and we forgot them. Do you think this is going to be out before the end of the year? Yeah, yeah. It, well, it'll be, yeah. I think, um, it, it depends. I mean, we've had some talk about some maybe limited theatrical release. So if it goes that route, it might be like early summer. But if it goes straight to DVD, I'm hoping maybe late spring, early summer, something in that neighborhood. Oh, nice. Are you pulling, obviously, you're pulling for the limited. Um, yeah, that would be cool. It just depends on the situation, you know, because there's advertising and stuff involved. And if it's not promoted right, then it's a waste of your time and money to make all these prints that, you know, people may not even know are playing. Uh, unless you have gay cowboys in your movie, apparently, and then it gets all over the news. I say it's not too late. <laughs> you to go do. Ahead you have and- El Jefe and <laughs> I say we go ahead and just do a scene. We can improv it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we still feel that Brokeback Mountain was stolen from a bit that we used to do. I'll right? give Oral to a horse, and then we can put that in there. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? I got that take. Uh, 407-916-1041, 888-978-104. Well, you know that we are truly excited for you. And we met you through Movie Mike, who had come up to one of the very first open doors, and anything we can do. Yeah, I appreciate you uh, letting me come up here and uh, hang out and be a dick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, not, yeah, and uh, mess around with people's headphones. <laughs> That's cool. And uh, take people's chairs. But... Sorry, douche chill. <laughs> um, but it does. It looks very, very good. Uh, much in the vein, uh, like you were saying, about uh, Kentucky Fried Movie. That was yeah. the way you pitched it to yeah, me. Yeah, something like that. And, you know, we just, like I said, we just got a bunch of people involved, and it just thing just kept snowballing, you know. It just kept getting crazier and crazier. And uh, now here we are, like, in, at the end, and uh, I just finished the script for the next movie we're going to do, actually, this summer. We're going to shoot around here. I think maybe uh, we're looking Maybe we're like to little, do something little on screen. Yeah, go around. this time around, because the first time around, I shot everything, so mm-hmm. I can only do voiceovers, and, that, you know, next time around, I won't have that excuse, so we'll, yeah. we'll put you in there. Now you're, now you're screwed. I yeah. want to get, uh, get, like, some of your crew in there for sure. You All right, know, you see this guy y'all. right here? This Go guy, on. Matt Albert, he is TV screen Dude, gold. If you get in the movies, you will get so late, it doesn't matter what gay crap you have in your iPod. And, <laughs> you know, even if you don't put him on your movie, you can, you can show it on Back, we'll so just put on, a, we'll put on a white, <laughs> or just a nice white T-shirt. And uh, can I get my website address? Will you print that on your shirt for me and and walk around? It yeah, is long, a new Golden Palace. It, yeah, it is long enough, and there's enough room on his shoulders in the back between the back fat. Uh, and hey, the website is coming attraction. It's muscle. All oh, right, I saw it. Don't talk over the website plug. <laughs> Rule number one: coming attractions And there's going to be a link. It's the link already up on the hideout page on realradio.fm? I'm doing it. All right. Well, <laughs> so, so excited about it. I only it. asked you 30 minutes ago. Yeah, well, maybe if this is in the movie, it'd be up the best. <laughs> and um, also, I'm sure we'll get that out on Heretic's uh, 
hereticshideout.com and hideoutheretics.net, and it'll be all over MySpace. And that's what you got to do. You got to get the MySpace for yeah, it now get a, too. Yeah, get a MySpace page too, exactly. and we'll put it on our uh, top eight. And we'll, uh, we'll, oh, we'll pimp this thing, man. We'll do whatever we can cool, to get the I word out. I appreciate it. You bet, you guys. Movie Mike. I uh, I have a website to mention too. If anyone's involved in uh, looking for lots, FloridaVacantLots.com. One more time, FloridaVacantLots.com. For Barry, had to get that out is this there. the name of bodies? Is this the name of the summer project? It's, it's, it's a good friend of mine's business. She just started up, and uh, she's doing pretty well, but she needs a little more, uh, Florida a little, little more action, if you know. <laughs> ah, so it's uh, plugs for ass so, here in the hideout. Plugs for plugs. So, uh, <laughs> plugs to plug. If you get a plug, you get her bacon lot. Yeah, exactly. Uh, All right. Uh, Twenty thousand a pop. <laughs> Well, once again, I want to thank the boys for coming in, uh, Movie Mike and also Jason Bunch. I don't remember what the lots one was, but coming attractions of the movie dot com. <laughs> Florida bacon lots. Vacant Florida lots. Bacon. Um, Florida bacon. lots. She should just buy all the variations of the misspellings, yeah. and somehow the heretics will find bacon it there. Sexlife.com. <laughs> the Hideout Real Radio one hundred four point one. All right, time for your phone calls. Whatever you want to talk about. Hit it up. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Phone numbers are 407-916-1041, Those of you who use singular wireless, you merely push star 1041 on that phone of, uh, phone of yours, and you can be somebody. <coughs> Ladies first in the Hideout, we'll go to Aaron in Orlando. What do you got, Aaron? Um, hi. Actually, I, um, I'm going to be in a play soon where I have to play a radio host, and I wanted to know if there's anything, like, you're supposed to learn so that you're better on air or something. I don't know. Yeah, um... Don't be a woman. (laughs) I mean, mean, I'm sorry. Um, what are you, uh, what's the play? Uh, it's talk radio. Are you familiar with it? Yeah, with Er Eric Bogosian. Yeah, about Allenberg. Yeah, in fact, uh, I just watched the, uh... I'm a big fan of the play. I actually own the play, not the okay. rights, but I, 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 because I, I did some theater too. And um, I watched the movie like two weeks ago. So, uh, <laughs> what part do you play? You're not playing. Are you? They're not the lead, are you? Yeah, I'm Barry. You're what? <laughs> okay, well, I have this thing where I usually play men anyway. Like I played Richard the Third and Macbeth, and so you're a like, big girl, aren't you? Uh, no, actually, I don't eat. <laughs> You're no, salami, aren't you? I'm I'm very thin, and I I think I'm pretty, but I'm just very. <laughs> does assertive. your mom think you're pretty too? No, oh, does. all right, come on. Can you? Get, what's the point of this? What's literally the point of biggie, running biggie, her biggie, down? Biggie, can't you see? Sometimes uh, um. Well, here's the thing. I mean, honestly, and it's up to you because I know some people like to do the method acting and the studying. If you want to even come in and on the show and just sit here and watch what we do, it may, may I don't know. Maybe it'll help you. Am I allowed to do that? Yeah, we do that all the time. And we just had movie people just stop up here for the Yeah, holiday. people just stop up. Yeah, It's kind of odd. Do you want to see? Yeah, it's really, it's the hideout. Uh, why don't you hold on? And if you want to come up tomorrow and just kind of see what goes on here in the studio, you get a better uh, feel for the show. What, that would actually be really cool. When's the show going on? Um, Actually, it's uh, next Friday. Oh, so I'm, that's got to be pretty quick then. Yeah, we also have a method of doing shows like, Really quickly, so I want to be in it. I'll take next I'll, Friday off. I don't. I don't think there are any plugs left. Well, right. you can. Cu- you can. You can cut someone for I'll me. I'll be the lead. Uh, all right, Aaron, hold on, and Gibbs will give the info. Why don't you come up here tomorrow and hang out? Okay. All right, hold on a second. Uh, 407-916-1041, I'll bring the rope tomorrow. The thing I hated about that movie was that like. 
that headset microphone, and he's just switching back and forth between like the regular mic and all that stuff. That's what Dub said about it. And I hate that. Why? Because he's not a Time Life operator. He's a radio <laughs> host. But that actually happens in some markets. I've actually I, seen that before. If, I just I, I know I wouldn't be comfortable doing it. That's why it kind of bothers me. Because I, I sit there and I, I feel uncomfortable that he's doing it. You yeah. know? I, I'm sure it doesn't bother other people watching it. I actually did that in college. In my, co- in my college radio show, we had the, I preferred the, for the play-by-play, we just had the headsets. Mm-hmm. And it was more freeing because you could walk around, you could stand up and pace if you wanted to, you could hold, it was, it was a lot easier just kind of getting stuff done instead of, like you're, like every time I want to move or get up, I have to move this mic with me, but instead, if you've got it right there in front of you, it's, you can I'm, just do whatever I, you want. I'm just used to being able to move away from the mic, and if it was just following me wherever my head went, I would <laughs> I'd be going nuts. Well, I just don't like the fact that he's switching back and forth between the two, and there's no sound or anything. You don't hear that. Oh, I'm sorry. At, a, at some radio stations, they don't have that. Yeah, you know, this, is the, this, this isn't normal. <laughs> yeah, this is the only radio station I know of where you can do that, and it resonates. It no, JFK wasn't bad. JFK didn't resonate like that, no. not at all. It's that we could it, slap on the table and it was fine. No, but it had the. I listen back to some of those old CDs and that's all I hear now is just. Well, that and part of Dubs and I used to uh, slap do, a tongue on the do mic. the whole gimmick of slapping the tongue. And we can't do that here anymore. Right. Uh, Lenny and Deltona here <sighs> in the hideout. What do you got, Lenny? <laughs> F.A. Dubs. Hey, how's it going, guys? Thanks for calling in. You're live on the air. What you got? Uh. Bleh. No, guys, I'm messing with y'all. Hey, listen, I called in earlier when y'all were talking about uh, songs that guys really don't want to admit to mm-hmm. and all that, but my phone died and crapped out on me. And Which one did anyway, you have? What's that? Which one did you have, man? Um, every Rose Has a Thorn. Oh, okay, you were the Every Rose Has a now- Yeah, and y'all got a laugh during the commercial break and all that. Well, I don't understand. Uh, to me, a power ballad, though, doesn't count as a song that you're ashamed of. I think it can no, be a genre you're ashamed of. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, I'm secure enough in my manhood to say I'm not ashamed of that song. Mm-hmm. But there are, you know, buddies of mine, that are, they will laugh at me and, man, you're such a girl, you're such a wuss. Right. No, guess what? I like that song. No. I grew up in, you know, I grew up in the 80s and early 90s, and I'm like, hey, I like the song. I'm sorry. I don't care. But, you know, it's just one of the things where you get laughed at. But No, I, hey, I, no, I understand, man. What about on Skinny Bop? That is one to be ashamed of. This one I think it's okay. And if you start going around singing Unskinny Bop, you're in trouble. Double, triple, you're in the hideout in Maitland. What do you got? Hey, you're still crying about that elbow I gave you today. You lost. Face it. White man can't jump. All right, thank you. No, that's... Yeah, white boy. <laughs> that was going back to four hours ago, which is nice. What a... What's their other, like, really gay, almost ballad type thing? Something yeah, I like to believe this one in. Too. Is it something to believe in? Yeah, something to believe yeah. in. But I like this one, too. What's this one? Fallen Angel. Oh, yeah, Fallen Angel. About a girl that goes to L.A. to make it be. <laughs> Does everybody have, uh, every uh, cheesy band have that song about someone trying to make it? Yes, then I have every single CD. Me and Oddball. Listen to this guitar. We have to get to the hook. I'm sorry. 
I'm in sorry. the middle of hey hide I'm sorry. I really, I can't cut it off before the hook of. <laughs> this wouldn't be right. You being true. They seem longer than you ever thought they'd be. When's the hook already? It's coming up, man. Enjoy it. Jeez. Let it resonate. <laughs> Heads you win. Tails you gonna Come on. I liked it. Still do. Try to do a show. So am I. I know. We're doing a show with Brett and Cece. Right, let's actually go to somebody who's coherent. Captain Spaulding here in the hideout on Road Radio. Hi. What's going on, Captain? Well, do you think they should build the Beaver Dam where the World Trade Center is? I don't know what beaver good they dam. would get out of that. I don't that. think there's many beavers there. Above it. The what? Across. Put a cross above it, or should they make it a beaver pond? You know, leopard seals, fun. Beaver dam. Beaver dam. <laughs> what All you... of those people would have to cut up some little pieces of wood for it. The beaver doesn't do nothing but eat meat. But they're good neighbors, you know. Freezer's always full. You ever talk to a beaver? No, I haven't. I have stared one in the face. Yesterday. You know what I did? What? I stood on a cliff above a river, and the beaver were swimming around below me. Mm -hmm. And I had a piece of sodium, right? Yeah, salt. I... Sodium. Salt. Not sodium, man. Let him yeah, tell a story. Sodium. Well, I dropped it, right? Yeah. It was about as big as my thumb, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Right. I dropped it. It's a beaver who was swimming around. He jumped 16 feet out of the water and grabbed that piece of sodium. Mm-hmm. And his stomach pumped up like a balloon. He didn't like me. No? <laughs> why, why don't you think he liked you? Well, when it floated down river, you know what the town said? What? Someone's doing good. <laughs> Thank you, Captain Spaulding. He sounds like Rusty Nail from the movie Joyride. <laughs> no. Candy cane. Candy cane. Candy oh, candy cane. <laughs> And of, all the th- and of all the things that he says, that's probably one of the more mild I've heard today. <laughs> what else has he called you with this evening? Oh, half of it I can't really understand, but some of it actually makes a little sense. But absolutely none of it has anything to do with what we're talking about. Of course not. That's why he's beautiful. He's the perfect person to get Hey Hideout started with. <clears throat> he's the perfect person to, uh, if we're in a subject that we really want to end, just go to Captain Spaulding. He'll get us out of it in a, qu- in a jiffy. Get his phone number so we can just call him if we ever have anything. You ever kill a man? How funny would it be if he called up during the qualifier and somehow dumbass Gibbs actually let him get on the list? I'm sure that would happen. I went to your hotel room. You weren't there. Candy cane. Justin and Maitland, you're in the hideout. You ever petted a monkey that farted lollipops? What's up, dude? (laughs) Hey, I just wanted to share a story out of Atlanta with you guys. Uh, I guess a a black male. I wanted to call in yesterday. I missed out. But a black male 
Oh, not a black male. Oh. Yeah, yes, sir. He, a black male. He was killed yesterday in Atlanta by his roommate. I guess uh, he starved to death, man. His, his roommate starved him to death, man. How, how do you do that? He hit his food stamps underneath his work. God, oh, that's on. the oldest Jeez. joke. Matt, I'm sorry. I'm offended. No, someone you are should, starving. Someone should call him with this uh, Mexican joke just to even it out. No, yeah, it's not going to happen. Fair balance. That's what we, uh, Come on. That's what we do even here at and That's where we're going to end Hey High. Hit now. the beige people real quick. Real Radio 104.1. Coming up next. Coming up next, we are going to... Uh, do, um, I heard it first on the hideout. I heard it first on the hideout, although a lot of this stuff I already talked about today. Good job, Chunks. It's the Hideout mm. Row Radio. Well, you just 0 for 2 today. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, wrapping it up on a Tuesday night. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. I don't know why Chunks keeps on running back to that back room. Um, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Uh, Gibbs's buddy is here. What name do you go by here in the hideout, man? Do what? Lethal Lucas. Lethal Lucas is here, and uh, I want to thank him for uh, swinging by some food. As uh, Gibbs Fathead just mouths the word, uh, fig. Figula. Yeah, figula. As soon as you said your name, he goes, he's a fagula. But, um... I don't like you too much. I appreciate you swinging by the food, dude. That was very, very nice. You're very much appreciated. Um... All right, Dubs, here's some of the hurt at first in the hideout, even though we hit it all. Thanks, Chunks. (laughs) It's like you listen to the show. And then this is... uh, Is this hurt at first in the hideout or a recap of the hideout? Because Iraqi captors threaten death of hostage. Well, that'll be a big topic tomorrow. Let's see. We hit that uh, at 7.17. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's one we didn't talk about today. Oregon-assisted suicide law upheld. Yeah, we did. Oh, that was national in the headlines game show. Mm-hmm. These will all be big topics for tomorrow. And the Iraqi well, one was the world, which we did. Um... Also, too, let's see here. Chunks. Oh, here, here's, a, here's a herd of first in the hideout, according to uh, Chunks. Uh, tomorrow we will have uh, Cassia Riley from Penthouse joining us in the 8 o'clock hour. <laughs> this is seriously as it's on there. Clinton's plantation remark draws fire. Hey, I don't remember talking about that. Hmm. Well, we did. We said she mentioned it, but now we, this is a fallback. We said that she's catching major heat from it. Yeah, but that's updated. How? It said updated at uh, 10.07. I hear the two things we didn't get to, but I had a ton of audio that we easily could have gotten to today. Uh, Nagan apologizes for Chocolate City comments. I actually have that. Play that, Chunks. We as black people, it's time. It's time for us to come together. It's time for us to rebuild a New Orleans, the one that should be a chocolate New Orleans. And I don't care what people are saying, uptown or wherever they are. This city will be chocolate at the end of the day. 
This city will be a majority African-American city. Oh. It's the way God wants it to be. This is real? You can't have New Orleans no other way. It wouldn't be New Orleans. This is the mayor? Yeah. Wow. Will it have nougat? (laughs) That's my question. We want chocolate with a cream filling. The cream in the center. Chocolate on the outside. We'll call it New Oreo Town. <laughs> New Cupcake. Uh, oh, and here's the other one that I wanted to talk about more, but we just didn't have time. Mayor Nagin again. I guess trying to do his best, Jesse Jackson. He, like, he didn't talk like this before, but now that he's given a speech, he's kind of getting into the whole preacher rhythm kind of way I of talking. I hate that. I hate the evangelist uh, kind of No matter delivery. who it is. Yeah. No one really will ever do it better than the, the good Reverend Martin Luther King Jr., so why even try it? Come up with your own style. Yeah, it, it, it's just like a saturated gimmick. And as we think about rebuilding New Orleans, surely God is mad at America? He's sending hurricane after hurricane after hurricane. Maniac. And it's destroying and putting stress on this country? Surely he's not approval of us being in Iraq under false pretenses. Iraq. But surely he is upset at black America also. We're not taking care of ourselves. We're not taking care of our women. And we're not taking care of our children. When you have a community where 70% of his children are being born to one parent. It's that kind of it's that same gimmicky thing. <sighs> and I guess the other one, Golden Globe winners spark righteous anger. Christian groups led a furious campaign against Hollywood yesterday, accusing the Golden Globes of promoting films with gay or leftist themes. Brokeback Mountain, probably. Uh, Don't go see it then. Yeah. The other one that uh, what's his name was in. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Capote. And maybe even possibly two. Oh, Felicity Huffman was in one about a transsexual, Transamerica. Yeah, Transamerica. And he probably even got to think, too, about uh, Syriana. It's so funny. Who who would accept that uh, role as a woman where, hey, you look kind of dude-like. You have no breasts. You could be a tranny. (laughs) You got kind of a sharp jaw. Yeah, you got a sharp jaw. Give it a try, honey. Broad shoulders and your nose ain't that flattering. Come on, fella. Joe in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What you got, Joe? Got big shoulders. Hey, I was just going back. I was the one who called in with a take on me earlier. Mm-hmm. I had no idea that it was going to prompt one of the best vocal performances I've ever heard from such a large, large man. <laughs> and I just want to uh, offer uh, Matt Albert, I want to get you in the car and let's go to American Idol, man. I know you can do it. I think we should do a. Um, I really think we should. A Matt Albert sings. The world is starving for a new Ruben Stutter. Well, I thought the world was starving because of Matt. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> All right, here's the thing. All right, tomorrow I want to talk about something, and Tommy brought up a great question, and we'll 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 tease it and we'll talk about it tomorrow. If Matt Albert had a heart attack while taking a dump in your apartment, would you bust the door down to get him, or just wait for the paramedics? I want half a a, uh, replied, LOL, and Tommy replied, serious question. How do you know? Oh, you have it? (laughs) Ass. 
<laughs> so we'll talk about that tomorrow. Oh, by the way, the winner for tonight of the $50 gift certificate was Matthew Collins. He got qualified earlier for the MSF uh, Basic Biker course over at Orlando Harley-Davidson. But just for qualifying this evening, he got a $50 gift certificate to Orlando Harley-Davidson. So congratulations to Matthew Collins out in Melbourne Beach. Um, coming attractions, themovie.com, uh, Jason Bunch. And our buddy Movie Mike also, too. Casilla, uh, com. Casilla Riley, penthouse pet, runner-up, uh, joined us in the hideout this evening. And uh, everything else that we did tonight, too. It was a fun show. Good times. What do you think, Doug? Did you like having Matt here? We sent him back. Sure, to where? Out on him. To, send, him, send me back to where? <laughs> Fred. not going to... Oh, all right. Oh, you mean... Oh, you know. <laughs> playing Roots backwards. I don't know what you're talking about. Black to Africa things. Yeah. <laughs> what are you, Marcus Garvey? Uh, get on the boat. He's Savage Garden. <laughs> All right. We will uh, we check you cats tomorrow. Uh, you gotta. It's a must. There are very good friends, and you want to wake up with the monsters in the morning. You got uh, our buddies uh, Shannon Burke. And uh, SBK, Shannon Burke Show Middays, Phillips File in the Afternoon with Mr. Phillips, Moira, Jack, and Otto, and Banana, the whole crew. We're back at 7. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to The Hideout on Road Radio 104.1, uh, Funniest Night Show in America, and Best Nighttime Entertainment in Orlando. Be somebody and always talk good. Remember to question authority and stay classy, Central Florida. Stay classy. <laughs> Thumbs just hit Matt with a koozie in the head. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. We're out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. I'm a friend of Hope. You're a whore. If you I'm a Mr. Big Horn. Go ahead. I'm a virgin. I don't know what it's going to feel like. Fathead. Go big. Real big. I'm fat. Get it? Hello, get a fathead. I'm fat, get it? You calling me a fathead? Bad girl! So naughty! You're a whore, admit it, admit you're a big whore. Go ahead. Can I tell a baby G real? <laughs> a U.S. Shut congregation. Stop it, you wing, you baby! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Sorry, Miss Hefe. I'm a lonely nerd. Shut up! Will you shut up? I wanted a taste of your oral abilities. <laughs> Next to Tool, they're my favorite band. Finally, you do your your best talk show I ever listened to in the Central Florida area. Thank you.